Oh, well, hello there. I didn't hear you come in. It's been a while, hasn't it? It's been about a month. I was going to say, the door creaks open silently. <laughs> you stand staring at Michael Busey. He's holding a glass of cognac, wearing nothing but a smile. Welcome. Welcome yourselves, your hot, horny throats, your ear holes. <laughs> your brain is lonely and needs a, needs a fucked up hug from your two favorite friends. And that is Mike Busey, and as always, my wonderful co-host and heterosexual life partner, Miguel Colon Jr. I just want to let you guys know, the longer there is between podcasts, I guarantee you the more we have to say. Well, I can tell you one thing. I picked up two Piper turds, so in the shit Groundhog Day tradition, that means we're going to have a good show. This dog shits everywhere. Just, just So you're just, welcome. All of you are welcome in advance. Just last week, I watched Roddy Rob film Piper as she looked around. And was like, oh, you want to watch me? And then she hunched over and looked Ooh. at him like, I'm about to deuce right here on the floor. Oh, fuck that motherfucker. You came up. walking in and she took off because she knew. But the way she looked at him, she's like, oh, you want, you want to see a show? Watch me shit on Ooh. the floor, motherfucker. Mother- it's like when you're uh, out with your girl and she's getting a little honorary and she starts talking shit. And you know, she, you, there's only so much you can do. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. And you're just like, you bitch, what do we get home? When you get in an argument with your girl, you, you hit your girl with like logical things. Well, like, I don't hit my girl yeah. with shit. No, with you this, hit, you this hit your little girl, ass yeah. dick, Miguel. Yeah. You hit your girl with logical statements like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. And when your girl argues with you, she hits you with emotional statements like, You're never going to be shit, and your family always knew it. And you're like, What the fuck does this have to do with me leaving the refrigerator door open all the time? I feel like most men do exactly what you said. We hit with logic. And bulletin point like valid yeah. concerns and issues, and they just well yeah well, you, you, you small dick motherfucker, and you're like we're literally discussing the thermostat and like how you keep raising it. Yeah, well, besides of uh fucking, we, there's just so much to talk about. I mean, there's when was the last episode? Any of you guys know over there? It was a week before Halloween. Was it? Yeah. I felt, I felt like it was so much longer. No, it was a week before Halloween. Just that Halloween week. Every time I look at like our schedule and I see a big event coming up, I'm like, we're not getting anything done but that event. Because those weeks just take up the everything. Well, it's uh, it's let's just say we're still, at least I'm not. I'll speak on behalf of my own self. I'm still not 100% from... It feels like at least a month. I feel like I've just been going, 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 going. The last like couple weeks... I was only sleeping a few hours up until Halloween, and we, we were getting things ready. I was painting things with Doug Roberts, and we're over here fucking reconstructing things with the electrons. Do you, do you dream when you sleep, Mike? Because you don't really sleep enough. Yeah, I've definitely had some dreams, but I definitely feel like you're probably right. When I don't sleep enough, I don't get the dream. Yeah, I don't. How? Let me ask you this: When it comes to Mike Busey sleeping, how quickly do you fall asleep when you're tired? Oh, like instantly. Instantly. So are you fighting it? But do you fight it all night long? Like my body is like my body is saying go to sleep, you motherfucker. But my mind is like no, Mike. You have so many things to do. Look at your checklist. There is so much shit to get done. You've only got 48 fucking hours. And somehow you're still like, I got to send all these reels. Yeah. <laughs> I I'm, over, I'm over these. here fucking texting scallywags in my sleep. Like, I woke up this morning 
there was a text that hadn't even gone through. I had typed it all out, and then I actually passed didn't out. send. Yeah, I passed out. I remember when you used to swipe in your sleep. Do you remember that? Yeah. Like you'd be like, guys, no bullshit. You'd see Mike. He'd pass out on, on Tinder, and then he'd wake up, swipe a couple times, and then pass out again. That's when I was habitually swiping because my, my, my sales strategy was to swipe right on everything. I have now uh, – I've receded. I've, I've receded from that strategy. And I, I do believe it just takes an extra millisecond to maybe say yes or no. Yeah. You used to fall into a lot of trans because of that. Oh, I, I'm still following a couple of trans. And actually, matter of fact, I saw probably the hottest tranny that I've ever seen. And you I sent, sent it me to her, all of yeah, you. Yeah, you sent me her IG, Don't feel man. special, Miguel. I sent it to everybody. Well, no, and no, I know no. some of y'all were like, I saw, I think Roddy Rob was already starting to like some Roddy of the Roddy Rob was already following her. Yeah. There was a picture of like her on a dirt bike, and he's like, hot. <laughs> and then I had to be like, yo, that's a dude. And then he was just like, fire emoji. <laughs> Steven's like, whatever. Shit, dick's chopped off. I'm ready to go. It said post op, whatever. And I, I just. I don't think Steven would want the dick chopped. If Steven's going to go trans, he's like, I want the hog. I can't keep up with all these goddamn flags. I think because Steven's but got I a big finally, hog too. I think he would wrap hogs around like the, like the hospital snakes. You know? I, I, I googled I googled the fucking trans flag. Yeah. And because I was looking at this this particular uh, transgender, hot ass transgender fucking profile, and I was like, hold on, let me Google trans flag. And showing up, I was like, "Oh, that's it—the little pink one, that little, that little pink and weird teal-looking color." I don't know what What's the, fuck the tra- it is. What's the trans? There's a trans flag. Well, hold on, let me. If I look at my last emojis, I fucking <laughs> you sent you sent the you sent her a trans flag emoji. Oh no, I had to Google it. Yeah, it's a it's like blue, light blue with like a, a white and like pink stripe down the middle. Oh, it's it's it's, it's Easter colors. Yeah, it's very it's, The trans flags like like a, like a like a pair of sneakers Cameron would wear. Does anyone like report when you're trying to come up with your community's flag? Do you have to like go to the trademark office and be like, "Yeah, I want to I want to fucking uh submit my new flag for fucking gay Ohioans that are fucking <laughs> Republican that mean that we're vegan and we also believe in extraterrestrial life." Like do you have to like cross reference the colors? I feel like there's there's a there's probably shapes. Like, there's probably like an agency you hire and you're like, listen, I'm a gay Ohioan who believes in aliens, supports women's rights, supports men's rights, supports gun rights, is against the WNBA, supports the NBA, and also believes in astrology. And they're like, fuchsia. I feel, I I feel like you're onto something, Miguel. We should create a what would the what a would auto the, generator like who's your community flag? Yeah. Wh- who have you been oppressed by? And, yeah. And who are you suppressed we'll by? We'll call it we'll call it flaggets. You know? Like, <laughs> welcome to flaggets. Welcome to flaggets. <laughs> you just you just enter in all your fucking uh your your issues of your life. Yeah, and then it, it, it was okay. So give me five it would take five issues it would be a, a generator you would put in five issues about yourself and i'm gonna favorite I'm gonna, colors favorite, you identify as so for you give me five things and i'm gonna flag it for you i'm gonna figure out your flag it all right i like hot dogs hot dogs see that could be tricky though that could mm-hmm. get really tricky don't worry just, not at the beginning it is but come on keep going keep going hot dogs um pussy pussy i like adventures adventures I like laughing. Laughing. And I have a big heart. Big heart. So you're a funny, you're a lovable, hot dog eating, pussy getting, adventurous flagget. 
Okay, so I'm going to determine right now your colors. You're going to type in your that. colors. You got to you got to have red Auto generator. Yeah, red. Bing. I have determined what kind of flagget you are. Okay, colors. Red and mustardy, you know, cuz we get the hot dog colors. Right. So it's like goldish red. Uh, like in the center gold. of it, in the center of it, it's a dude kayaking, fighting a bear, with okay. a woman holding on to the bottom of his leg, like it's a 1980s movie poster. Uh, and then uh, it has like some Latin words, like "doeth unto your brother as you wish done unto you." Yeah, and that is your loving hot dog eating, adventurous pussy getting uh, a flag. I ate three hot dogs before we did this. <laughs> They were delicious. But yeah, it, it's been a fucking long month, man. There's so much to talk about. Like, me and you had to, like, say, like, what all has happened since the last podcast? Yeah. And I know, um, I mean, if you've been listening for a while, you know I can apologize all I want, but we need to be doing these once a week because it does fuck, fuck us up. It fucks up my biological clock. Well, because also, you have to, you're like a lister. So you can't be like, we did something two weeks ago. We could Don't skip list that. shame me, bro. Yeah, you, you got to, though, because Mike will be like, bring up the, the sneakers. And I'm like, okay, I don't remember that. You're like, yeah, I couldn't find my sneakers. And then blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? what? What are we doing here? So I know you like to like kind of go down the list as to everything that happened. And the longer we missed stuff. It's like reference things, because sometimes when we put out a piece of this digital history, I'll be like, oh, we just spent like two hours talking about this party, but I totally forgot to mention fucking, you know, blah, does, blah, blah. And does sometimes even something that's insignificant get hung and caught on your brain that you're yeah. like, I have to mention it? I feel like it's not even for the listener. I feel like it's how I compute information. Mike, nothing you've ever said has been for the listener. It's I, just, I just talk <laughs> it's and just, it's how I navigate my own giant yeah. ass head through, through life. I tell you what, though, before we get too far into everything, uh, there is some ex- exciting news for me because I do the company's finances, and that is we've got a new sponsor who straight up saved Halloween. Yeah, and by the time you listen to this show, they might be already gone. Yeah, so yeah, they might be like, please Sorry, go guys. support them now. Like, just go to their. If everyone could just go to liquidgummies.com. Liquidgummies.com. They make THC and Delta 9 hemp gummies. They are the first federally compliant Delta 9 hemp gummies in the United States. You can go to liquidgummies.com. They have a variety. Variety of products from, from from the boys who've had them from me and Steven. Steven, what do you say about liquid gummies? They're fire. They're fire, yo. They're fire. You go to liquidgummies.com and also if you go to their their site, theleaffl.com, you can buy their items. And if you're a veteran and you can prove you're a veteran, you get a thirty percent off. But liquidgummies.com, they came, they they hooked us up, they sponsored the event, and they helped us take the event to the level we needed it to come through. Because what you guys don't They're paying know, some bills around paying here. Paying bills. What, what what I would let you guys know is this, man. That's what people don't get. People who under who run their businesses understand this. Uh, the money comes in, it goes right out, and then it takes a while before it comes back. Like there's that. bills to pay, there's net thirties, you know, there's a lot that Talk goes to on. him, Miguel. Talk to him. So, you know, we might look at the bank account. The accountant's like, Great news, guys, you've made blah 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 blah. And we're like, that's awesome. When are we gonna get it? Nineteen weeks it comes in. And yeah. you're like, motherfucker. So I don't, we- I, don't even, I don't even fucking uh smoke marijuana and I've and I've never eaten an edible before. However, I just feel like I have to fully disclose that. Yeah. 
but uh, it's probably not the best sales pitch when you're talking about some stuff. But there's a lot of you stoner motherfuckers around here that have been acting like crackheads, like scratching. Liquid gummies have... Breaking into my room. Yeah. Every day I come in, there's cardboard boxes, like shrapnel oh, everywhere, like a goddamn down. gremlin got in it. Our, our gummy supply has been going down like a motherfucker. Yeah. And then I'm asking the boys, I'm like, where are the gummies? They're like, I don't know. And I love candy. I've been eyeballing the shit, motherfucker. I picked them up, looked at them. Do you think if you, were, if, you were, if you were low on candy, you had no... No candy in the house, and you came home drunk, and you knew they were weed gummies, but you had zero candy when you were drunk. Do you think you would eat one because you need candy? Listen, and I, here's the thing: you'd probably eat a fucking times handful. I've, they look delicious. They smell delicious. They're all sparkly little gum, cute ass little gummies. All these. Talk about the flavors. You know, there's so many different flavors and shit. I know that it there is, was. I'll go right now on the list too because uh, there was lemon haze sativa, sour diesel sativa, and banana Kush. And uh, I had, I've had, I've had, which this all sounds diesel. delicious to me. I don't know what half the shit means, but it sounds delicious. I took them. I, I, I took some of the gummies, and I was, I was. Here's the thing. I took their money before I tried their product, and I was like, man, I hope because you worry. So they came yeah. in, and they nothing, nothing's up. worse when you. Oh had, yeah. You don't want to lie to your audience, Mm-mm. and you don't want to lie to the people you're doing business with. And they came through with the product, and they brought those lollipops at first. And I had a couple of lollipops, and I was like, okay, these lollipops got a nice little buzz vibe going. And then I took the liquid gummies. Uh, a little bit before Halloween, before we started a whole, whole event. And I had a good effect because I like edibles. Now, sometimes edibles, real high doses. Like me and Robbie did those 1,000 milligrams those one times when we went to the spirit world. But these were a good, mellow. I like to call them a functioning high. But you take three and you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna, you're gonna be getting there. Two will get you, two will get you to where you want to be. Four sends you to the spirit world. If you take six of them... Uh, you you will you will literally go back in time and run into yourself before you eat them. You're like, don't do that. I wonder what would ha- how I would feel if I if I was just. Like, You'd finally get myself. some goddamn rest. Maybe. Could you imagine? I've been neglecting my body of THC for so long that I finally just did it, and then I was just like, it opened your brain, and you're like, all your chakras were released, and you were like, oh. Oh, speaking of that, uh, the newest season of Oak Island premiered tonight. Yeah, so. it's still fake. Watch your phone. It's mouth. still fake. They're going to find something this year. Ten they seasons They haven't found in. shit. They ten seasons Imagine in. pitching a show that lasted ten seasons. And you're like, in season three, this is a big season. We're going to find a piece of leather. And then we're going to spend two seasons talking about the leather. And then, and you're just, I, I imagine the Oak Island executives are just drunk as fuck when they were hearing this pitch. And they're like, what is this going to find? A, you found a Knights Templar? No. I found a button. And the button belonged to a Knights Templar? No. But it could have, and they're like, "Well, fuck it." The Bigfoot show lasted twenty years. Well, I'm just excited. I hope, hopefully, they find something. What balls sense. of the Bigfoot show? I think it's over now. Finding Bigfoot. What balls to call your show Finding Bigfoot and, then not and find never it. find Bigfoot? I thought the same fucking yeah. thing. Why didn't they call it Looking for Bigfoot? But he ain't gonna show up. Yeah. Imagine going to see Finding Nemo, and Nemo wasn't fair. Saving Private Ryan. They're like, we couldn't find him. You know, we just we don't know where he is, man. Yeah, but shout out to liquidgummies.com. Uh, go check them out. Go support them. Uh, and and, check and go out some like and stuff. comment too, man. When you try their stuff out, go leave leave reviews and positive comments. If you tried their gummies, because Liquid Gummies hooked us up with a ton of shit to pass out during uh, Halloween. And uh, if you got to try any of that, I feel like a drug like dealer. It. I'm over here slinging gummies and shit to crackhead fucking roommates and fucking homies. Yeah, you fucking, you're fucking you trading gummies for services I'm sleeping, at your house. I'm sleeping. I hear the door crick going. 
Hey, man, you got some more of those gummies? Mike's got all these girls naked in the room. He's cutting the gummies and stretching them. He's like, I got to mix them up with a little gelatin. We press them. We can turn two bottles of liquid gummies into three. You know? They, 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 they do look delicious. We went to, oh, check it out, too. We went to the Champs uh, uh, THC Marijuana Convention, and Liquid Gummies invited us there. And we brought Sean, our member Poop Boy. And we took him around to every booth. He was the human guinea pig. Every edible they had, even their mushroom edibles. Hundreds and hundreds of vendors. Yeah. He and took like what, like 20 different doses of like 20 tw- different things? 20 different doses and then like a bunch of different shrooms. And then the one that got him was, Sean never had tobacco before. So they handed him a vape and he thought it was weed and it was tobacco. And he hits it, pulls it, starts coughing like crazy. He's sweating in his face and he's like, oh my God, that was tobacco. And then they hand him another one and he's like, gotta try them all. And he hits it. So check it out, guys. But you didn't feel any uh, foot pain for the rest of the day. He didn't feel any foot pain. He kept bringing that up as he was slurring his words and everything because he had had hurt his ankle during Halloween. The best part was we went to Hooters, and he was kind of on Mars in Hooters. He was just eating his wings real quiet. Oh, he was definitely on Mars. And then the ride home, he was super quiet and was napping. Then we got home, and all he could do was puke. And he's projectile vomiting and puking. So great. If you know Sean, sometimes he'll like stammer his words and stuff. He's like, 100%. Hundred percent, uh, but 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 but, but be honest, liquid gummies were great. And then he's like, he's he like, had those first, else's. and then twenty other different fucking. Had he just stuck with liquid gummies, he would have just been high and not been projectile vomiting. But twenty four other fucking gummies, edibles, THC, fucking shrooms, and tobacco later, and uh, a lesser man would have died. I had fun because we we met some fucking. Some Arab dudes that like are gonna be that sent us like a shitload of stuff. Yeah, there's like some twelve foot hookahs coming on oh, the way. Oh, I gotta call that guy. He told me to hit him up after this week. Yeah, hey, I gotta hey, call I him up. I want that. one that big ass. Yeah, hookah. that big ass hookah will get here. Juicy J, in. Juicy J hooked us up with a bunch yeah, of fucking boy, bongs. My boy Juicy J done sent me a bunch of bongs that uh, that that basically have been being passed around and shit around the house and getting and then some fancy ass hookahs that like were heavy as shit. Yeah. I'm like the only guy who doesn't smoke weed coming out with thousands upon thousands of dollars of shit. And all my fucking pothead friends are just freaking the fuck out when I come home like, what the fuck I'm is gonna, this? I'm going to fill one of your candy jars up with liquid gummies. Oh, because man. you eat gummies about a handful, too. You <laughs> eat 36 of those motherfuckers. And watch. All it'll do is make you get a good eight-hour sleep. You're like, I feel great. <sighs> yeah, maybe. Well, dude, and, and, and I support, just for the record, in case some of y'all are ever wondering... It's not that I like have like a morality issue with it. Now it's like now it's just for fucking bragging rights because I, I totally support anyone's fucking freedoms to do whatever the fuck they want with their body. Have you ever wanted to like try an edible or anything like that? The edible thing, like I'm weird because I'm honest and I don't want to tell tell the world that like I've never done drugs. You know, I've yeah. obviously took like. Medicine pain, for medication, medicine, yeah, for medicine. But but you've never you've never abused or recreationally, recreationally used drugs. Done, yeah. Like hey, give me some coke. Yeah, right? or even even like a, you've never taken a pain pill that wasn't prescribed to you because you were in pain. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe if I like fucked myself up or something, I'm like, yo, give me sucking a- dick for oxycotton. Yeah, I, I never did nothing to like. I, there was times where I was prescribed shit and then I never touched it, and some of my fucking friends would take it. Yeah. And then I'd be like, damn, so that's why they were so nice trying to get my scripts filled. Like, don't worry, Mike, we'll take you. Damn, Mike, they only gave you one Vicodin. My buddy Bo did that, and Bo Thompson, RIP, he died of an overdose, motherfucker. So he put his money where his mouth was. It wasn't for my script, but his motherfucker was doing just everything. Just a good, handsome dude. 
fucking could have fucked anyone he wanted to and he's got caught up in shit and i don't know like i now like i really feel that i've lived my whole life you know almost next month i'll be 42 years old and uh i just done without it and it's not really like some, I, I got no problem getting motivated sometimes yeah the last thing i need is fucking want to f- and i don't know i just i'm i'm uh i'm pretty I don't know. I feel that the story of Mike never doing drugs blows them away so much. Because you're also about streaks. Yeah, you're well, also about streaks. Like, I, I feel like they're 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 even when the ones that hate on me that want to hate, I feel like they're forced to respect me knowing that I haven't done anything recreationally, like other than I drink. And obviously, you don't have to preach to me like, Ooh, well, Mike, fucking alcohol. Yeah, yeah, no shit. People die, get drunk, yeah. drunk and drive and kill their fucking wives and shit. I get it. Trust me. Uh, I've seen the bad of alcohol. Yeah. It's just but about weed. I, I, I fucking think weed's fucking, I, I can't believe it's not federally legal everywhere. It's a joke. I can't. Yeah. You know, I I have my own personal reasons on it. You know, fucking, they can't tax everything. They want to regulate it. They can't. They can't make the money off the. And the want. thing is, they're realizing they can. That's the craziest part. They're realizing they can tax it. They can regulate and it's it. Saving their ass. Yeah. Every state that's done it is like fucking booming. Yeah. The economy, you know, for their their cannabis is going through the roof. I, I watched uh, some like old video on uh, Instagram recently, like probably like five in the morning. I was in the pool just chilling. And it was this guy, and he was just saying, he's like, you know why pharmaceutical companies don't push, like, natural remedies, other than the obvious, you know, they're yeah. not trying to heal anyone, but they can't patent nature. Yeah. They can't, yeah. they can't copyright and protect, like, oh, yeah, you take this herb where it comes from the fucking ground. So th- they're manipulating chemicals and, and drugs, the things that are, are patentable. And I'm totally saying this, like I'm totally butchering it, but the way this guy delivered it, he said it so like fucking direct, and I, it hit me like a ton of bricks. And I was like, man. He's like, well, I'm from God created everything you need, the sunset, the sunrise, a nice river and a brook, but the pharmaceutical companies are trying to keep you away from getting nature's cure. That's why here at Honest John's Cocaine, we make our cocaine 100% pure. Well, it, it like hit, it hit me because I was like. Why would a company or individual spend billions of dollars researching natural remedies when and and you and you look at the the struggle the 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 conflict of power is yeah. between the FDA and the, and the average person and the businesses That's how I never understood how there was so much competition in the water market because they're just like this one here this is some good water and then, but if but if you're not looking for that water that's, that's some pretty good water over there, too. Well, coming from a fat guy who's definitely not lived a healthy life the last 20 years, I find myself, the older I get and the more I learn about shit, I'm just like, wow. Like, if it doesn't, if you ain't growing it up out of the ground, then who, and then you don't know where the water, the soil's been. Like, you can't trust much anymore because yeah, you don't had, really yeah, know. We here at Monsanto would like to apologize for our giant tomatoes that were made of nothing but pure fire. <laughs> like, at Fire Tomatoes, we thought by crossbreeding tomatoes with fire, we would make a fire-resistant tomato. Well, Instead, we made a sentient tomato that was bound to try to destroy the world. Speaking of fire, Halloween. Halloween. Drunk people in costumes number 23. Let's be honest. That's why you're listening to this episode. You're so fucking hot and horny you missed us. And 
You want to know what the fuck happened at our biggest, wildest, craziest, sexiest party of the fucking year. And it did not disappoint. But you already knew that if you're a member of MikeBC.com because we were broadcasting live on the Snapchat the whole time. Thank you, Sean, a.k.a. Poop Boy, who did a great job. I don't to let you know To day. let you know how much content we were putting out, we literally got an email from Starlink being like, yeah. y'all using too much internet. Yeah, Elon was like, hey, yo, what you doing down there, player? Hey, player, player, chill out, man. I got, yeah. I got, yeah, he's like, hey, man, I just bought Twitter, so everybody need to chill out with this internet right now. I can't afford these expenses, these bandwidth yeah. expenses over there in Asatula. Yeah. I think it was two to four, was it, I think one time there was four hours. But I think it was every day it was two hours of just snaps that were being uploaded. Two hours each day. Four days in a row. Yeah, and it's still all on the site. You go MikeBC.com. You can check everything out. It'll take you eight hours to watch just the snaps. You know what you should do? You should eat a handful of liquid gummies yeah. and just sit down and watch the snaps. Put your dick in your hand because this shit hand. gets sexy. I mean, it literally, a Friday, Saturday, Sunday... And then it continued on into Monday. We went downtown. And we're going to get to all that because there's what, a the, lot of shit to talk about. It started out a little somber. And I mean this, man. It started out with the loss of, of somebody who matters to us, like the loss of one of our family members. That's Richard Porker. Yeah. Richard Porker passed away uh, sometime in the night uh, before the first day of Halloween. No, during the day, bro. During the day. Like before the party started. It was like he knew. He's like, fuck you, I'm going to Did he pass away you. during the day, or did we see him during, during the, day the day pass away? He crawled into a bounce house. He crawled in that night before. Oh, I Yeah, he had crawled in the night before the I bounce house. I didn't fucking yeah. call the coroner out and find the exact uh, time of death, but yeah. You try to correct me, dog. I was there, homie. Yeah, I just didn't. I, I, had, yeah, to like, listen, I had to, dog, like, literally. I put that work in, okay? It sucks, because if, if you follow my Snapchats for the last six, seven, eight years, You've seen you have a love, our love-hate relationship with him. I mean, it was, what's the what's the happiest moment you ever had with Richard Porker? What's the worst moment you ever had? Hmm. I mean, he's he's traveled he or she whatever the fuck we don't. Oh yeah, we never knew its gender. Yeah, like because we were a progressive way before that shit. We just assumed he had a dick, so we called him Richard, and yeah. then and then later on we're like, wait a minute, where's his dick? Yeah. And we're like, wait a minute, where's his pussy? I don't know. Like, I really I don't know if he really got an operation. I don't know if he got he. Fucking, he might have spent some time in San Francisco and some fucking, some trendy ass motherfuckers cut his shit off. I don't know, but it was. What was the worst and best Richard Borker moment? Let's well, the back. worst were definitely like. Look at Chris laughing. <laughs> I mean, there was several worst. Him. Uh, Is there just one that memorably you're like, God damn it, Richard? Eating the drywall at the old house. That was. Uh, he just recently uh, fucking ate like. A whole section of a pallet of Red Bull. Yeah, that sucked. Right before a party, yeah. he was jacked up after that too. <laughs> yeah. You ever see a pig eat fucking eighty six ounces of Red Bull? He was fu- he ate paint when the boys were painting the uh, fucking tent one day. Uh, he just I was like, Richard, why is your nose so shiny? And then I realized it was covered in black paint. I remember him eating people's shoes, uh, girls' makeup. Was there though a moment where it was just like fuck, like drywalls, drywall, whatever? Man, what was a moment where you were like, God damn it, Richard, no. I mean, every fucking time he knocked over a goddamn trash can, and it, it was like, if it wasn't for me snapping it and, and giving y'all some type of entertainment, it would have all been in vain, and there were definitely times where I'm like, yo, they're going to think that like this is like set up, like I'm just like yeah. knocking this shit over, and then I would catch him, and, and then he would, he's just a smart motherfucker, and uh, 
I think that's why he he decided to give up the ghost right on the beginning of Halloween. He was like, all right, motherfuckers, I'm going to shit on you one last time. What was one of the best Richard Porker moments for you, though? I don't know. There was times where, like, he, even when we brought him back in uh, to the into the house, I he was fucking crawling up the goddamn steps, going up wooden steps. And I didn't believe it until people were like, no, no, Richard Porker was upstairs in the Egyptian loft, like, hanging out with the zebra and shit. And I was like, what? I was like, how did he get up? I, I didn't know he could do that. I didn't think he could go up the front steps of the house. And he was, like, he was just fucking doing whatever the fuck he wanted. But some of my favorite memories were just, you know, when he wasn't trying to fucking eat or shit or piss on everything I had. And he would just lay over and let me scratch his belly. And, and uh, you know, it's just... How long did you have Richard Porker? How many years? I think it was 12 years. You know, Richard Porker was the second life form that I met at the Sausage Castle. I had I a met... lot of people reach out to me and say, like, oh, fuck, Richard Porker was the first person I yeah. met. Because I came with you, and I was going into the house, and there was Richard Porker at the front. And I was like, there's a fucking pig outside. And you were like, that's Richard Porker. Well, I definitely, like... We found out early on Friday, and I was just, like, so stressed out. I couldn't – I literally, like – I know it sounds, like, kind of fucked up, but I blocked it out in my mind because I was like, I can't handle this right now. I don't want to deal with this. I can't deal with this. And then, like, it hit me really, really hard, like, after the party, after everything was, like, done. And I was just like, damn. Because he, he, he was not only a part of the brand, and he was definitely, like – if you were a new follower the last couple of years, you don't even you, you barely saw him. But the OGs, because I kind of like, you know, a lot of people were definitely entertained by our fucking back and forth banter. It was was, you know, my misery once again was their uh, entertainment, picking up fucking trash cans thousands of times and just like he started pushing the door open, walking in, doing whatever the fuck he wanted. Because I, I, he knew he was a part of the family, so I feel like he always wanted to be in the mix, you know? We found out he made a secret bed in the Tent of Pleasures. Remember that? Yeah. He had he, made a nest with sticks and pillows and everything. Yeah, he, he uh, that pig, that, most people know this. If you're, if you're a zoologist, you know that fucking pigs are very, very intelligent. And Richard Porger was definitely fucking that. And he was habitually fucking line crossing, doing some fucked up shit, but he, uh... He will always have like a legacy in, in amongst my followers and myself and, and the hearts of us. And, you know, it was just like, oh, man, not now, bro. Please, what the fuck? I was like, I didn't want to go look at him. I didn't want to see. I, I couldn't handle it. I just like, was like, man, I can't deal with this right now. I cannot. I cannot. I just consumed. You know, like when someone has a, a loved one pass away. They kind of consumed themselves into their own work, and then yeah, that's kind of like what I did over the weekend. I'm so. glad it wasn't like a mystery though. He left a note. It was like, <laughs> I was like, he lived the way you. I'm pretty to. sure he was like, "Fuck you." Yeah, he just slipped away. He was a heavy fucker too. Mm-hmm. We took him. We buried him out by the tree of life. He fell off the golf cart on the ride. Oh he, my god! Yo, he made a thud that was bone chilling when he fell it, off. Me and Nami heard that, and god damn it, it was there was some cracking. Like it wasn't, it wasn't a good vibe when he fell off. But we got him, we got him back and buried him. Yeah, you told me there was a fucking the neighbors were having a wedding. <laughs> the next neighbors door. were having a wedding next door while we're riding. And here's the thing: he's wrapped in a tarp, 
and he looks like a fucking body of a person. And we're all pulling him off the golf cart. What's happening? My phone's blowing up. And we're talking about how I hope that wedding next door isn't wondering what we're doing. And then I look at my text messages. It's from the guy who used to make our shirts, our member shirts. He's having his wedding next door. They're taking pictures outside, watching us. He's like, hey, bro, I see you guys out by the tree. What are you up to, guys? What are you? And I know after a while he's like, hey, man, is that a tarp? What the fuck is going on? You know, they're like, some girl died at the Sausage Castle on Halloween, and, and I saw the guys burying her. Yeah, there's just there's a lot of things that happen. Uh, unfortunately, uh, more often than, than, than desired, but I'm just like, yo, like you just know that I don't want to deal with it, and, yeah. and thank you for handling yeah. that. Yeah, here's the best part, too. I come to Rowdy, and I'm like, you know, because Rowdy came to me and said, Richard Porker, and I was like, all right. I was like, let's take care of this. Then I was like, me and you, let's do this. And then we grabbed two other guys. Shout out to Spyro and Nami uh, to help us out. And we get to the... Tr- Here's why, guys. I'm going to make this statement. We're not going to investigate too much. Never fuck with Rowdy Rob. Because he tells me Richard... He's like, yeah, we just found Richard Porker. He's dead. I was like, fuck. I was like, all right, man. Let's let's me and you take care of this. He's like, all right. Then we I thought he was Nami. fucking with me when he told me. No, but, but I looked into his eyes and yeah, they were super glasses. I knew he was being honest. Rowdy, he had just found him dead. We had no expectation that Richard Borger was going to pass away. Rowdy tells me, me and him mount up. We grab two other guys. We get a tarp. And then I go, uh, where do you want to take him? And Rowdy's like, we'll go to the Tree of Life. I'm like, cool. He's like, I got a hole dug. And I was like, why? And Rowdy just gives me the glare. He's like, I always got a hole, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> Never fuck with a man who spends some of his free time just digging random holes in case. <laughs> Amen. But that was the beginning of it. And then the evening began. And let me say this. I really want to really shout out my man Squirrel. We started the Halloween night on Friday with Squirrel's Freak Show. Shout out to our homeboy Scummy and Squirrel. Put it on an amazing show. But Squirrel really, we gave him no direction. We just said, hey, would you do a freak show and like a, a stunt show before? And when we do that, we're always kind of like, I know our homie's legit, but also this is just something they're doing. You know, nobody's paying him. There's a favor a homie's doing for whatever. So you don't, you always wonder how how involved and how invested you're going to get. But whenever your homie's an artist and you ask them to do something at an event like this, they'll just impress you with how much they put in. And Squirrel's Freak Show... Steven, you got to see the show, right? Fucking top-notch, wasn't it? He, he stepped it up. Yeah, dude. There was, he was brick-breaking. He was doing uh, like the, the, the needles in it or the, 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 the nails. Uh, people were stapling money to I him. I told him someone from Caesars and MGM was in the crowd. <laughs> Maybe, maybe that fucking motivated him. <laughs> He's like, look at it, scummy. This is our chance to get out of town. Just like we used to talk about when we was kids. We're going to have in- a residency like Elvis. He just, hey, he's looking out in the crowd, and he just zooms back to when him and scummy were little kids. He's like, big mama said we ain't never going to be nothing, but go ahead and put that brick on your stomach, and we can be famous. Well, they, they fucking put, he put a girl in a bag and vacuum sealed her locked in there. And I didn't get to see it live. When I saw the pictures, even though I know the girl survived, as I saw the pictures, I was like, oh, God, I hope Rowdy's got another hole ready. Oh, my God. He, like, sous vide a girl, man. It was crazy. Yeah, it was. uh, Oh, and Friday night, we all were a vampire coven. 
Coven of Vampires. Yeah, I found out having big ass teeth and adding more teeth does not fucking mix well. How long did your teeth last, man? Mine made it to the end of the night, and then they just at one point they just weren't working anymore. Yeah, it was it, about the same. It, 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 and I kept going like pressing them up on my fucking fangs. Yeah, and, yeah, and of course the curse of the fat person of Halloween. You know, every year I tell myself. I'm going to fucking start a fucking plus-size costume co- costume fucking company. No, nope, I don't. I just keep rolling But all dice. your costumes fit that we ordered. Um, did they, though? Well, did they? What was the one? Okay, so you still haven't wore the Jared from, uh, Jared from uh, what's it called? Labyrinth costume. Yeah, because everyone knows a guy, mostly guys, okay? I, I'm Women, I always question when y'all dress up like a pumpkin or a crayon or some shit, I'm like, what are you doing? What the fuck is this? But guys, guys normally want to wear something that they can still feel cool and attractive in. You feel cool in the Jared from Labyrinth? No, costume? it was horrible. It like emphasized my, my fupa times a thousand. It made your moose knuckle big, though. Yeah, it, it, you couldn't tell. I could have been passed as, passed as a fucking transgender, or a fucking labyrinth character. He wouldn't even fucking known what the fuck I was doing. It definitely made the balls, because you got big balls. Well, I definitely didn't paint myself gold this year again. I definitely learned from, from my mistakes. That will never happen again. That was great, though. That was horribly painful was there any costumes that you saw this weekend like guy costumes that you were like that's fucking incredible a lot of people get really into it which i love because we definitely shame you if you don't and we definitely fucking fucking ridicule you and fucking i don't remember what night it was tax the shit out of you g but a g is handyman from in living color that was 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 two two years ago yeah yeah and 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 it was about two years ago, and I and and this year he didn't come this year with it, but this year I saw him at another party that he went to, and he was Panthero from Thundercats, and that shit was hard as fuck. I, I I think there's something to be said when someone gets into it, because if you don't get into it, you could just there's something about when you get into your costume, it transforms you. Because the, the last day, uh, on Monday, actual Halloween, the fourth day. I I threw I I had bought this like fucking three years ago this clown suit and I never even had opened the package, I kind of totally forgot it was even in here and I was digging through all the props and everything. Shout out to Chris and keeps a lot of this shit organized in here. Thank you, Chris. And uh, Chris like, is our quartermaster because we'll be like, Chris, I need a clown costume, some zip ties, and some nine millimeter rounds. He's like. Give me just a second. Shell four, three, <laughs> yeah, nine. yeah, right this way. Yeah, so I tried on this fucking clown suit, and then I was like, you know what? I have starved myself enough to where this just might be able to be pulled off. And I hate getting ready in front of other people because I kind of want to keep it like surprise until yeah. I have it all together. And then uh, Amy, Electron Amy, did my makeup, and then I just found some scallywags fucking little sexy little mini nurse hat and then i took up a pair of fucking stethoscope and i was like some clown nurse and then as soon as i put on that makeup bro there's something like mystical and magical about it like i i escaped to just do whatever and be whatever and i definitely get way too fucking drunk <laughs> way too fucking drunk what night did you get the drunkest every one of them like Honestly, I think maybe Sunday I didn't get wasted, but that was the orgy night. Sunday was wild. Let, let's kind of go back to this. Friday, 
Friday, we have the Halloween party. I know we're jumping night. everywhere. There's a lot of shit that happens. Yeah, so let's keep it together because I, I, I need you to have time That's for your al- job, I need Miguel. you to have time for aliens at the end somehow. Yeah. Uh, so Friday, we have the party. Friday also was the return of our first Disney party because mm-hmm. the Disney bus showed up and we haven't had one in two years. And here's the truth though I really feel like it was a bad example of a Disney party because there's only like 100 people and we were already prepared for like the biggest night of our, our And they were well behaved. And they were well behaved because I've been telling Chris I think. Disney party nightmare stories forever and I really expected him to see and I hate it because I feel like now he's like these fucking punks they Talk, can't handle it up. Yeah. but the thing was they were really well behaved they were uh, an easy going crowd I think they were mostly American on this one too when they came yeah. uh, so it was a whole nother vibe but soon enough Chris you will see a real international Disney party that involves just debauchery of nothing but Brazilian dudes ripping shit off the wall and practicing capoeira on the stripper stage I don't know what well, like, yeah. sounded legit. Like a French girl gets a train run on her, and then nothing but Moroccan dudes getting wasted are like, don't have me on film. Nobody can know I drink. Yeah. It, it was uh, it was a definitely an extra added thing that showed up about 1 a.m. like every night. So what was it, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, about 1 a.m., about 100 Friday, Saturday, Disney. we didn't have one on Sunday. Really? Yeah, we didn't have one on Sunday. But Friday and Saturday, about 100 Disney kids showed up. But they were so well-behaved, I think just because they hadn't been partying in a while, you know? Like I think because we, I definitely uh, told told the people that bring them here, like, yo, hey. I See, I still don't think you can tame them. It's like a 1,000 tigers show up. It's not going to not be a problem, you know? Yeah. But Friday was good. Friday, Saturday was big. Saturday was a lot of fun. One of the things we did this year, which I love too, was we brought food trucks in, man. And we had, so here, let me tell you the truth about the food trucks. We had two food trucks the first night. One of them was like a soul food barbecue truck that made like fried pork chop sandwiches, everything. The other one, which turned out to be good, had a concept that I was like, what the fuck is, is this? The dude's concept was, he's like, I make cold cut sandwiches. And then I sprinkled chips on them. <laughs> and like and the way he kept pitching it to me and Mike was like he was like so basically you ever had like a cold cut sandwich and we're like yeah he goes you ever had chips on it we're like yeah sometimes he's like really <laughs> like yeah. you know like what the fuck grew up in the 80s and 90s dog we, we, we were yeah sprinkling fucking Doritos and all our shit yeah you fucking remember but it turned out man to be a hit and he stayed super late and so the cool thing about it was now instead of us serving dinner at a certain time and that's your food all night long, whenever you wanted, you got food. And it was a big hit and a success. And then the second day, we brought in a taco truck that was great. And it was it was just a lot of fun, man. So I was happy. And then uh, on the second night, we did some stuff at the arena. We did the wrestling match, which we always do. We did the pumpkin fucking contest oh, for a second year in a row. Yeah, so the pumpkin fucking thing is here to stay. Yeah. <laughs> we I spent my whole life trying to get people to fuck pumpkins. Last year it happened, and I made sure this year it happened again. When you watched it actually happen last year, was there a moment like, this is my opus? This is what Yeah, I've you didn't see me for. jumping up and down with my sword, like taking my boots and slamming it into the stage with, with pure joy. Was it what you expected? Was it, was it your, was it your Everything vision? Everything and more. That's what's up, man. And, and then there was a lot of like people who were like, oh, my God, they're bringing it back. I was getting messages like, yo, you'll put it on the flyer. There's the pumpkin fucking contest, and I, I felt like we were actually screwing ourselves because I felt like we were giving them a way ahead, uh, a head up, heads up. This is this is what happens with stuff like this. Mike will be like, "Look, I'm bringing the pumpkin fucking contest back," and I'm like, "Okay, man." He's like, "No, it has to be on the flyer," and I'm like, "Bro, it's not a big." And the minute I'm like, "It's not a big deal," he'll show me his phone, and it's like nine messages. 
are they pumpkin fucking again? Is oh, anyone yeah. pumpkin fucking? I had a couple of very important friends text me like, yo, I gotta see, send me the pumpkin fucking videos. Yeah. Like, we, we, we've heard, I haven't heard, I just don't want to say his name, but someone extremely, extremely famous was like, yo, can you just like send me the videos of the people fucking the pumpkins? Yeah. And I was like, yes, yes. I will. Yes, I will. And if you go to MikeVC.com, you yourself can watch Spyro, Squirrel, and who was the other dude? Alex. Alex. Alex is one of our members who came over here a couple times, busted his ass, and fucking really helped out majorly. Helped with the Ten of Pleasures and many other things. And uh, and I and I, I you know what's funny? Let me let me say something. Let me say something between him and and Spyro, Alex and Spyro. They stepped it up, didn't ask for a dime, and I saw them fuck all weekend. All weekend. Hmm. And I never... Something to that I, old uh, Sasowicz fucking work camp. Sounds like at the yeah. end you get to fuck all weekend. Not a bad deal if you ask me. If you survive Sasowicz, you will find yourself with some pussy. Alex was texting me today, hey, you need something else done around the house? He was like, yo, would Spyro's still shit? here. He's in a maid outfit. Just <laughs> running around. Dusty shit. Like, hey, man, whatever I got to do to get some more pussy. That motherfucker was fucking all the way to Veterans Day. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you this much. Ten days after Halloween. I caught Spyro running upstairs with a girl, and I forgot that on Veterans Day that he was here helping us. I was like, what are you doing? He was like, going upstairs. And I was like, oh, that's right. You've been helping out. And I was like, you fuck away, boy. You fuck away. Yeah, good. and listen, and there were times that we definitely could have intervened or threw a grenade or cock block. Because if you, hey, I, I did all Halloween. All Halloween, I found dudes trying to fuck who I don't know who've never helped us out in corners of the house. And I have literally, yo, yo, straight up, my boy JT, one year he was trying to fuck in the back of the bus, uh, and he had done absolutely nothing, and I literally removed him from inside of a girl. And I was like, get out of her! You haven't done anything! You got to kiss the ring player, you're trying to to go over here and all you can fuck fast, you got to better put in the work, but you better put in the work. There was one girl, man, who was 90% of the all you can fuck fast. Yes, she was. She was cutie, too. Yeah, a little cute alien. she wasn't cute. She was hot, bro. She was fucking cute, Chris. It's one of uh, Chris's friends. Yeah, Chris brought her by, man. Chris brought her by, and before Chris could blink, she had fucking the first night. I don't know her name. Maybe I do. I'm just not going to say it. However, she had fucked like three or four dudes the first night. Yeah. I saw, I filmed her fuck uh, Alex on the playground, and then literally saw her leave and then jump into the pool, probably wash the, the sweat and semen off her. And then some guy she doesn't even know is just waiting around in the middle of the pool, like a fucking, like a, like a goddamn uh, a fuck crocodile. <laughs> yeah, he just he just sitting there just vibing. He don't even see her. The He's fuck got his crocodile back. waits patiently. He feels the vibrations of the water and knows the scallywag has entered. <laughs> <laughs> he did, he had his back to her. She just jumped over his shoulder and then put her arms around him. And then not even not even thirty seconds later, they were fucking right in front of everyone. I was like, hey, hey. I love I love the freedoms. Yeah, I, I literally it. I had to tell her uh, at one point her and a dude went to go into the uh, the coop, 
And I was like, hey, 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 come here, come here, get the fuck over here, come here, come here. And I was like, hey, dudes can't go into the coop. I was like, you can't go back there, bro. And he's like, oh, I didn't know. I was like, well, now you know. You can't be fucking going around sneaking off. And then I had to pull it aside, and I was like, hey, dude, you can fuck anyone you want anywhere. Just keep it in, like, the local area. Yeah. I was like, because I was like, I don't want to scare you away from fucking people. Yeah. I just want to let you know, man, you know, you can't be going in the coop. But other than that, you fucking in the pool earlier, you fucking in the playground, you were fucking in the living room. That's how we keep it safe and consensual, yeah. folks. It's You're going to fuck. Do it, do it in well-lit areas uh, amongst friends, yeah. you know? Don't be going to dark, uh, lonely spots. If you're going to fuck, fuck in front of everyone, and now you'll be safe. Yeah. You know? That's it, man. You'll, yeah. You're 100% safe, guys. Not from the internet, because you're definitely on MikeBC.com. No, but no, but you know... If you, some people might throw some popcorn at your back and cheer you on. I mean, I saw Todd, who's been a member of like seven plus years... He, I think he was one of the first. I think he was like member seven or I something. I joined the membership early, Mike. This motherfucker has lost hundreds of pounds. Yeah. We had never. Well, I think we saw something in Colombia, but Todd, old skinny Todd, skinny Todd. He yeah. he brought he brought a, a this pink throne that my wonderful friend Jordan Sky shot the Jordan Sky. She literally gave me like five thousand dollars worth of fucking halloween decorations animatronics there's clowns everywhere it literally took us a week to clean up the fucking goddamn fucking halloween stuff everywhere and uh he drove like three hours to bring his throne and then he brought it in and i this i've only seen him skinny like once or twice but i seen him moving and then at halloween you know I don't know what it was in the air on Sunday, but Sunday was like just orgy. I can feel ever. it in the air. Let me tell you about Sunday. Sunday was out of control. Sunday, uh, I'm loving it. I'm getting horny just thinking about it. Well, what happened Sunday was it started. Do you mind out, if I just bang one out real quick? Knock it out, Doc. Sunday started out with a homeboy, a homeboy of mine, and 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 now a homeboy of Mike's, Mark Gagnon from uh, the Flagrant Podcast with Andrew Schultz. Mark Gagnon produced Andrew Shout Schultz's, out to Marks. Yeah, special uh, Schultz Saves America. Uh, Mark Gagnon's a dope ass comic. He started out here in Florida. Handsome as fuck. Beautiful. Handsome as fuck. Beautiful Check this curly out too. hair. Beautiful curly hair. Handsome as fuck. Banging body for a dude. Has oh. only fucked like one girl his whole life his whole life what a waste what a waste handsome what a waste beautiful man i feel like telling him mark let me borrow your dick let me just borrow your body for the weekend. Yeah, let me rock your dick for the weekend, man. Let me take I'll your bring body to EDC real quick. I'll, yeah. I'll be right back. Yeah, let me take your body to the Florida Mall. Yeah. You know, fuck it. Like, okay, if you if you borrow for one day, you have 24 hours with a stud's body. Where are you going? You have 24 hours to get as much pussy as you can with a stud's body. I'm going to like a, a rave somewhere. A rave? I don't I'm know. I'm walking man. around shirtless with suspenders on. Nope, nope, nope. I'm going I'm fucking to fucking fist pumping and shit. I'm going to some fucking water activity. I'm going. To, I'm going to something like you know, some kind of fucking, and not Miami, because then it's a dime a dozen. But like, if there's a pool party in Utah, you're fucking everything. Yeah. Well, Mark, Mark, uh, fucking got to see the madness himself. Him and his camera guy came here because he's running his own podcast called Camp Gagnong. You can check that out on YouTube. Uh, uh, go, Mike's Mike. He just filmed an episode with Mike. Which Honestly, Miguel, I, I've told all y'all this, so I, I might as well tell my actual audience too. If you ever, ne- if you never n- knew much about me and you just had whatever, whatever, you, I gave them a fucking just amazing three hour like diary, like a yeah. sped up version. Uh, from birth to present day. So if you have not heard it, go on fucking YouTube, type in Mike Busey, Mark Gagon, and you'll see the Camp Podcast. It's his latest episode. I promise you, 
you will have a whole new you have a, you'll have a a lot of questions answered and you'll have a million more questions to ask the, the statement he makes at the beginning of the podcast in its intro which i love is he's like you might think Mike Busey is a D-bag. He's like, sure. He looks like a genie that would pop out if you rubbed a bottle of Mountain Dew. He goes, but I assure you, he's like, he's got a heart of gold. And then it's, that's the, that is the direction of the podcast. Like, the, hey. the, the podcast, which I, I didn't want to do it first just because of the timing of us having a, you know, a four-day event. But I, I agreed to do it on the Sunday. And uh, we, we spent hours and hours and hours in the room. Basically the whole like day. Yeah. And then when I got out, I was like, I felt like I had just went through like therapy because I'm not, I'm discovering things in my mind that I'm talking about, which I've had on my own, on, on this show here, uh, personally several times, but I really, really, really gave them a lot of fucking good gold there, and we barely scratched the surface still. There was a part, uh, me and Mark were sitting together before the podcast and he's like, bro, he's like, Help me out, man. He's like, you know Busey pretty well. He's like, what direction should I go with? You're like, oh, you're fucked. I'm like, there's a lot, man. I'm like, here's the key. I was like, this is up to you. I was like, if you want your podcast to have direction, you're going to have to seize control of it from him a couple times. I was like, because he's just going to go everywhere. I was like, if you want, you could let him just go everywhere, but there's no guarantee the payoff is going to be as good as if you seize control. I was like, because his mind will go everywhere. He's like, all right. He's like, "If, if, if, if you, he's like wanted to think of like one of the most interesting things he's like give me one sentence that would make me interested in interviewing mike and i was like i go have you ever known anyone to get in a fist fight with a baboon he was like no and i was like mike has and i was like he was like when it's like during his childhood and mark's eyes lit up and he was like he got in baboon he got in a fight with a baboon i was like he got in multiple fights with a baboon and his eyes just lit the fuck up and he was like how do i how do i address that i go just ask him about the monkeys to say keyword monkey and there's it was it ended up being a key part of the whole fucking uh podcast i mean we i can't tell y'all enough and and most people don't tell people to stop listening to their own podcast and go listen to another guy's podcast yeah and that's not what he said th- this is <laughs> 3 hours of me walking you through a very sped up version of how I fucking was birthed up until present day. And obviously a million things were left out and, and obviously things were definitely shortened up. But it, if you ever, I almost want you to just, after this, after hearing this, you have to go listen to it. If you, if you appreciate if, Monty if, Miguel's show... Yeah. You have if, to go If you basically have five hours of your life that you don't have anything to do. If you had nothing to do yeah. for three hours plus, yeah, yeah. you're going to love it. So Mike's the only person that you'll be like, damn, he just did a three-hour podcast. He's like, yeah, it was just, I just scratched the surface. I was just like, warming yeah. up. Come on, let of me course. in, coach. Put me in the game. Three hours scratches the surface of anyone's life who's lived 40-something years, but you don't have to give them it all. Yeah. yeah. It, well, I gave... Everyone, my everything this whole week, getting ready, all the new things we did, the upgrades, the rearranging, the the new this, new that, all the stuff that went into it. I, I'm very proud of the team, and the list of people to thank goes on for fucking ever. And uh, I think you you overexerted yourself more than usual this Halloween. Oh yeah, I think you were really exhausted at the very end of it, still having a blast. I know when we went out Monday, we went out to. Uh, 
What's the bar we always love? Uh, cocktails, cocktails and, and screams. screams. They gave us the Adams Family section, which is just a beautiful remake of the Adams Family living room. Everybody came out. It was a dope time. But Shout out to all the members that met up with us. Yeah. And the- Fucking 40-plus people that we, we rolled downtown with. Wild Scally's partying all throughout the end of the night on the bus. But at the very end of the night, what happened to you? I gave up the ghost player. I was drunk as fuck. I know that. But there's a difference between drunk as fuck, Mike, and just like I haven't slept in a month. And I just hit I hit my wall, man. And I don't, I don't recall. You went off to like the elephant's burial ground. You just walked off? Yeah. I was like, I don't want y'all to sing your king like this. <laughs> and so where I did walked you go? off dressed as a clown, full clown makeup, and I went to the scrambler and I went to sleep. <laughs> and apparently everyone was looking for me. Everyone. Lord knows my girlfriend was. Where the fuck is that motherfucker? Leaving no stone unturned. But, but nobody forgot. expected the scrambler. She and it's the, the most well lit up area. She forgot the clown, went back to the circus. That's where you went to go die. The old man returned to the sea. The carny, the carny clown went to the scrambler to die. I can imagine just running into Mike. There he is sitting on the scrambler straight up, eyes open, dead. Oh, my big ass head was definitely fucking fucking me up for a couple days after that. And Rowdy Rob found me. He screamed, man, where the fuck everyone looking for you? And I just looked and, and then that's when I kind of came to. And I don't remember anything else after that. I remember laying in bed laughing at Courtney, and she was pissed. And I was just like, ha, 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 ha. I was just done, man. Like, it wasn't even the alcohol at that point. It was just like, you know, I was just, I was, I was tired. Four-day rager, you know? It, we're doing shit that some of these young punk kids can't do. Yeah. We put our, we push our brains, our, our mind, bodies, and souls to the limit to try to deliver a, a, an exceptional experience for all the members of MikeBC.com, and I think we did a fucking great job. Yeah, man. I think it was a fucking phenomenal Especially Halloween. you, Miguel. Thank you. Thank you, man. I Thank you, everyone. It's just there's fucking 20 minutes of thanking of people to thank. It's just... The whole team kicked ass, man. There was uh, things we got to do that I didn't think we were going to get done, but we did, and I'm very excited about it. Uh, I'll let you go. We... Uh we even had time for a secret little Karate Boy photo shoot, which was fire. Karate Boy's Mike Busey's loyal group of assassin thugs. Uh, we snuck away during the middle of the party on the third night, and all of us dressed in our kung fu outfits went and did a dope-ass photo shoot. And may I bring this up? No one knew Chris could do like a jump-in-the-fucking-air roundhouse kick. Yeah, he, he got up there. He was he assassinating He got super pumpkins. up there. He was the space ninja. Yeah. And, he, and then we all, all performed. Everybody was kung fu fighting on stage, and Rowdy Rob went to kick a pumpkin on stage and busted his ass. I think it's cute when y'all get into it, because I just sit back like a proud father watching his retarded kid hit his first <laughs> t-ball. There you go, boy. You did it. And I just watch y'all get on to the costume and the music, and, and y'all do y'all's little fucking meeting and shit. <laughs> Kia! And then I'm just like, oh, man, look how cute these motherfuckers are. Hey, when, when Mike, I'll tell you this, guys. When Mike's in a bad mood, he'll just randomly bring up, like, no, I'm just fucking, I'm, I'm, I'm sick of all this shit. I, I need this. I'm not getting respected. You're a little fucking Karate Boy crew. And then when Mike's in a good mood, he's like, oh, maybe the Karate Boys can all come hang with me at blah, blah, blah. So it's like, when, when I know Mike's in a bad mood, the Karate Boys fucking suck. We're stupid. Why would you have such a gay-ass bullshit name? And then when Mike's in a good mood, he's like, yeah. Yeah, the whole karate boys are coming out. It's a good time. I've, I've, I've extended the, the olive branch of you peace have. to the karate boys several times. Yes. 
several times. And I will tell you, if you ever look at the Karate Boy text uh, thread, which has come up as a point of contention to you, it's only us making fun of each other and then uh, referencing like uh, people who suck. That's about it, yo. That's about it. And then memes. Well, uh, some people who also suck, the Wawa walkers. Oh, they suck the, in a good the way. The prostitutes we met on Orange Blossom Trail in front of the Wawa that randomly saw us driving around, which I'm starting to think every time me and Miguel leave the castle, somehow everything leads back to the same goddamn fucking Orange Blossom Trail area. You shut the fuck up and just get in the car, boy. And these two Wawa prostitutes Fine. showed up. Fine ass Wawa. Yeah, walkers. some of y'all were hanging out with these uh, prostitutes and didn't even know it. Also, came in dope ass costumes. They were Betty and Wilma, yeah, sexy they, Betty they didn't and Wilma. Half-ass it. Yeah, and they came to party. And some they of y'all like all night. Someone just rewound it. What did he say? Yeah. They were dressed as Wilma and Wilma and fucking Wilma, Wilma and Wilma. I can't even talk. I'm, I don't. Oh, y'all, y'all, I'll have this. Mike, run, boy, run. Yeah, Betty and Wilma uh, from the Flintstones, Barney, Barney's wife and uh, Fred's wife, and they looked hot as fuck, and they were cool as fuck again, man. Yeah, cool they were cool. As fuck. They weren't, and here's the thing, they weren't fucking uh, working the room, they were partying, they were dancing on the pole, and then they were just partying, man. Because I think that they were like, wait a minute. So you're telling me all these fat, ugly people aren't paying for sex? Yeah. Well, well, the girl told me. The one girl told me. She was like, man, this is just such a good time. You know? And, oh, I'll tell you They're this like, this now. reminds me when I was 12 before I started tricking. <laughs> this reminds me before Uncle Ray turned me out. You remember, girl? Fourth grade? You know? They uh, they went in your room and raided candy, though, to the point where oh, the girl- I the bitches a bill. Hey, hey, to the point where she was like, I'm going to put some in my purse. And I was like, all right, Wawa Walkers. I know you need sugar. Black, black girls, when they come in my bathroom, they be doing that. They be making little cups, like to-go Yeah, that's cups. what she did. Made little to-go cups. It's cute. I like it. The Wawa work Walkers were definitely- And I will tell you this. To some of you gentlemen, uh, you definitely had a good time with the Wawa Walkers. Because I saw them doing lap dances. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, fellas- the Wawa Walkers ain't giving no free lap dance. I know that, man. And it's weird because I've had to fight the stigmatism of this being like a whorehouse for fucking two decades. Yeah. And I've always said, like, you don't got a paper pussy. It's, just, it's, it's you know, it's yeah. consensually free. Here's, a, here's how it's not a whorehouse. Even the prostitutes just come to have a good time. Yeah. And, you know, Jesus hung out with prostitutes, too, so fucking come at me, bro. Yeah. You know That's why saying? he was all about peace. Think about it. If you kick it with prostitutes all day long, you're like, nah, man, I'm cool. Don't... Just love your brother, dog. I don't know. I'm tired. One of these Drinking days, wine, getting my dick sucked, hanging with my homeboys all day, and then working construction with my dad. One, one of these days, me and Miguel are going to be in Atlanta. We're going to be broke down the side of the road, and these two gangster dudes are going to try to rob us. And old, one of the Wawa prostitutes' cousins will be like, hey, don't you fuck with them. Cuckoo! You know my cousin, Jazzy. She say, what up? Where that candy at? She, that's old Jazzy. That's old Jazzy's folk. That's she old did, Jazzy's I, folk I down the Old Blossom Trail. Y'all let go of them white boys. She did have a fucking good-ass new port. Man, she rolled up in a new Porsche, fucking hey, hard. Fucking, trick it ain't easy. Yeah, man, it's it's a good life if you love it. Yeah, I mean, hey, listen, we like we. If you're new to the show, we just we we uh we embrace everyone's us. Uh, I support freedoms. prostitution, legalized prostitution. I, I think you know every prostitute should say on their Instagram bio how many of my clients have shot up a school. Yeah, and then mic drop, bitch. Because if motherfuckers are getting your dick sucked, you ain't trying to kill nobody. This is what I would do. This is my stance. If I was a prostitute, I would be like, uh, I'm not sure if prostitution is immoral or not. So I have compiled a list of my clients, and y'all can ask them what they think. 
oh, y'all don't want to do that? Because, <laughs> you know, if you're like, hey, I got a booklet here of all my clients. Let's see what they think about the morality of it. People would be like, let those prosties be. Damn, Jazzy, why are you doing this? <laughs> why are you going to do that, girl? That reminds me, uh, Aaron Carter, pop sensation Eric Carter, passed away. And I thought, you know, obviously, you know, he's got some demons. I've seen, I seen some definitely questionable behavior that I, I've consumed periodically. We had a bunch of mutual friends. We had like four or five mutual friends that was like actually really close with Aaron Carter, like actually like flying out to go see him yeah. and talking to him, FaceTiming him all, like on the daily. And then I got fucked up and I watched this fucking video and this video, which I didn't even know this. I was like, wait a minute, hold on. Y'all can't tell me he died. You should have backed me up and told me like, Literally days before he died, he made a fucking like GoFundMe and was telling everybody, hey, I need $100,000 because I'm trying to get the fuck out of here. I don't want no one to know where I'm going. How far are you going to go with $100,000? I mean, he was obviously fucking uh, $100,000 definitely. I always look at people's GoFundMe. I always judge the shit out of them by their GoFundMe. I'm like, oh, so what's going on? Your dog's dying? All right, how much you need? And I look, I'm like, whoa, $75,000. God damn, you can clone that motherfucker and everything. Like, do, as an animal lover, yes, I would fucking spend everything I have. But sometimes I question some of these motherfuckers, their prices. Or when people prices constantly on, have a GoFundMe. Like, when it comes back after a while, they're like, hey, guess what? Still need that surgery. Here's yeah, my GoFundMe again. There's people using GoFundMe as, like, bank accounts. Yeah. They're, like, they're fucking literally... Posting the same GoFundMe, and I'm looking. I'm like last time, it was only at ten dollars. Now yeah. it's still. Now it's at fifteen. Yeah, it's been six months. He's only got five more dollars. What the fuck is going on over here? Does he know he's losing money? Like, yeah, they they're literally taking a cut of this shit. You know, but uh, I seen that Aaron Carter had posted this whole thing, basically uh, allocating that he had some very uh, big names that he was going to out out. Like, I guess I, I guess he was... Yeah, he was a legend. ...allegating yeah. that some pedophilia behaviors uh, from some very yeah. important people. And he... Uh, which I'm just like, all right, you know, fuck Eric Carter, he's, you know, fucking doing drugs yeah. or whatever. He's, he's got some issues and shit, you know? It's like, he was a huge star. And then I watched, like, this video that kind of made me sympathetic for him. It was uh, right the same day he was filming MTV Cribs, and he was talking, I guess, like on Entertainment Tonight or something, and it was like an old interview, and he was recanting how that same day his mom and dad uh, were getting divorced, and basically they were going to like sell all his shit, like get rid of all his stuff he owned. And then they're like, well, MTV's here. Go over there and you show them what, how great your life is. And he basically had to go like, brag and give them a tour of his house in the kitchen where, where sometimes he gets handsy and i told him i don't mean to be rude well he it, it was a little it was a little fucking unsettling i was like damn man that's that's that dark side of the fame and yeah and that game that not everyone tells you when you're you know fucking you know uh when when you're starting up you don't really you don't get it even when they do try to tell you you still want it and then when you get it Sometimes you regret having it, but uh, basically, uh, like 24 hours, I think it was like within 24 hours or 48 hours, it was like within days, he had uh, tweeted at uh, Kanye West and was like, hey, I need to talk to you man to man, 
can we sit down and talk? And I guess he was like trying to get him in on like, hey, I want to expose this and I want you to help me. Because Lord knows Kanye has been saying whatever the fuck he wants to say. And he's always been that way. So no, no, no surprise. I, I, I think it's funny when people get surprised about like what he's saying. I'm like, yo, he's been saying this shit since day one. Whatever you remember, you the fuck Hurricane he wants. Katrina? Yeah, you know? George Bush doesn't like black people. Oh, fucking Mike Myers did not see that one. Yeah, he's like, awkward. He's like, I'm trying to push Shrek 3, motherfucker. What are you doing? He's like, you are fucking this telethon up. Yeah. But yeah, uh, but then the plot thickens. I see another video. Uh, his neighbor uh, and his and, and, and his wife I guess she's like a nurse, and they were aware of uh, like how he's had some problems with drugs and stuff, and uh, they fucking re- they have a, a scanner. I guess she's like a first responder or whatever. She, they had a scanner and they heard the call f- for resuscitation, and then they uh, went over, ran over to his uh, his house, and was beating on the door, and some lady opens up. It's, they say it was his housekeeper. Was that was that what yeah, it was? Yeah. So the housekeeper was like, "Oh, he's gone. He's gone." They're like, what do you mean he's gone? And he's she's like, "He's dead. He's dead." And she slammed the door in his face on in their face, and they yeah. had the defibrillator and everything. And then she locked it. And I was like, "What the fuck? That's kind of weird." And this was on like a news clip. This wasn't like yeah. a video. This was like a like in like a like someone's like bullshit like Instagram live or something. It yeah. was like a a news clip. So they're like, when you, you got that, which definitely fucking kind of like, what the fuck? And you know. It's not as if I needed to add another conspiracy to my fucking list of yeah. questionable shit and, and what's going on. That definitely was like, damn. It, it's if if you don't look into things, you hear about something and you just you just assume that's what it is and you just never really know. And who knows? Like maybe he did know something and, and he was claiming also in that GoFundMe video that Sony owed him like over three million dollars and and he was talking about some shit that Michael Jackson told him and shit and you know and. uh you know, that's an, that's another kid that claims that Michael Jackson did not touch him, and he was super big at the How time. How sexy of a kid do you have to be for Mike? Maybe, maybe you know, if like, Michael was touching these kids, maybe he didn't like the, the the hot famous ones. Maybe he just liked the fucking. You could have got Mike. I, he could have. Mike. You would have been at that basketball court. Oh! Yeah, come get this, Mike. That's funny you said that. I used to have dreams about Michael Jackson. Yeah. Like, serious it's not your fault um, it's not your fault i would say maybe like two years after he died i had a dream that reoccurred for like a week or so and i was in some random house in california like he had a in the dream i had michael jackson me and him were like homies and he had like a normal home that he kind of like hid away in and it was in a normal like subdivision like at the back of like this cul-de-sac and me and him hung out and I remember this dream I had for like a week to where we were sitting like at a dinner table. And I remember like with the chair. No, I'm dead serious. I remember with the chairs. None of us are doubting you. <laughs> That's it was like hilarious. These padded like 70s looking chairs. It was like an old kitchenette area. And we just sat there and we were like playing Uno. You got monkeys too? That's And I crazy. was trying to tell Michael Jackson he's going to fucking die if you don't no, stop fucking around. I'm be good, man. You want, you want to try some of this shit? You never had a dream about someone who died and you're trying to warn them not to die? No, but I've had dreams with somebody who died that's like a friend of mine. And at, during the dream, I know that they're dead and I'm trying to stall the dream not ending. Because I know I've that, had that too. I know that when it's over, I'm not going to see them again, you know? 
I've had that dream too. I've never and been the, playing Uno with Michael Jackson and Bunker Monkeys. But listen, there, hey Mike. you ever had a dream hit you so hard that when you woke up, you had to like, wait a minute, do am I friends with Michael Jackson? Like, I swear to God, I literally. <laughs> you like, had a dream hit you so hard, you woke up, you had to change your shorts. Yeah. <laughs> I had, I had, I had a dream for like a week long that me and Michael Jackson. Come on, come on. We were like BFFs, like, and we we're talking about everything in life, and uh, and. I, I, I swear to you, I remember like having to be like, wait a minute, I I don't know Michael Jackson. I didn't like, I didn't ever get to meet him. You wake up like Art. Do we know Michael Jackson? Because if so, why have I been hanging out with these monkeys? Yeah, it was it was. Who was winning in Uno? Michael, don't 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 <laughs> blaspheme, uh, don't blaspheme Michael Jackson. We I, it felt very real. First Mike. It like fucked me up. It fucked me up for like I remember like months later. I was like, damn, I felt like I. Now are you gonna have dreams of like a bloated Aaron Carter talking backwards? I think we need to look. Y'all should go look up these videos. Uh, they're all over TikTok and Instagram, and uh, at least now they are. But it, it definitely, it definitely raised a couple eyebrows. I was like, wait a minute, what the fuck? He's raising money, saying they're trying to kill him. He said the cops were sent to his house. And they had to inspect his garage because someone said he was going to hang himself. But it does but, also play into the role that he also may be mentally disturbed. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not denying right, that fact. Yeah. But I'm definitely stating the fact that he obviously was going through some shit. And did he want to kill himself? Because I bet people like accidentally kill themselves all, all the time. time, man. Especially yeah. with like drugs. Yeah. Especially like I'm just trying to get super high, and then fucking next thing they know. And all, and, and and the truth is, man, if that's where you are, and you're thinking about that, just go to liquidgummies.com and there get a go. safe, reliable source. You could just pass right out and have dreams that you and Michael Jackson are playing Uno, hanging out with a bunch of monkeys on the Battlestar Galactica spaceship. Some of y'all depressed and, and you're thinking about ending it, just become a member of MikeBisa.com and come hang yeah. out. And join the Sasha Witch fucking uh, work labor camp. camp, and you'll be fucking all weekend. You'll be fu- you'll get an awesome body from working outside. Oh yeah, Spyro dude, like he 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 had a nice bubble ass, like really. <laughs> he, he did he had a big old fat bubble ass. I was, we watched his work on the Sigur Snap, and I was very impressed. You know, and uh, he had a nice six pack. Like you're, not only is the the, the Sasha Witch fucking work camp good for your health. It's good for your your mind and yeah. your body and your soul and your penis. They'll thank you later. So, hey, when you, you remember mikebeast.com. When you guys were playing Uno at his house, let me just, I'm just, I'm trying, because close your eyes and pretend like you never heard this statement before. I had a dream. I was hanging out with Michael Jackson at his house on a cul-de-sac. No, this happened Uno. for like, this happened like for multiple, like for a week straight. And I remember like the vibe was like, he was trying to hide and I was like, someone he trusted that I wasn't going to out him. <laughs> and then for and for somewhere, it had like the E.T. vibe that like I had E.T. Wait, you, and the was cops he, were looking say, for Were you for like Michael riding Jackson. away on your bicycle and Michael Jackson was in the, in the basket like, hee-hee, you guys just flew away? Hey, listen, man. In my mind, it, it felt, it was, like I feel, I, when I woke up, I remember just being emotionally drained. Like, oh, man. <laughs> this is what happens when you get to the high. Because honestly, how many people, if you talk about the highest level of hype, yeah, Which you, have to, you have to bring Michael Jackson. Michael out. Jackson, he's like what happened after Elvis. Like Elvis set the bar for a while, and then Michael Jackson came. And I don't, 
I don't know anyone now who, because fame has changed and it's so spread out. At one time, fame wasn't so spread out. There were only so many people that were Yeah, super you didn't famous. have internet. You had to get famous yeah. like being an athlete so, or, or on TV or Technically, movie. I think Michael Jackson might be the most famous person forever for a while because... Everyone, I mean, you know, they, 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 you'd be sitting in fucking Japan somewhere, and there'd be a Michael Jackson impersonator at a bar, you know. I I remember the first time I saw like how fucking crazy his, he could shuffle Uno cards. His shit was. I remember even with seeing, the glove. <laughs> this guy, he he uh, had an HBO special. It was like a, I just remember like a concert, and then I remember watching. All these bitches get like crowd surfed on like gurneys, yeah. like, and they were passing out just from the sight of him. I'm like, holy fucking shit! Yeah, these, I these bitches I, were passing out like fainting by the sight of him. They had the I remember the Moonwalker VHS tape, and uh, there's just like a a part where they see him in the back of a studio. It's a skit, but everybody's like Michael Jackson, and it's like. Even back then, he was portraying how these people were so obsessed with him, they were violent to him almost, you know? Yeah. Like, they loved him so much, they would have killed him, you know? Yeah, for sure. I That's mean, you crazy. Look, I mean, you look at a lot of that, you see, like, these people that get psychotic and yeah. infatuated with something, they, they'll smother it and, like, strangle it and fucking, like... Like, there's no celebrity I could meet that I'd be bawling crying. There'd be celebrities I'd meet that, like, this is so fucking cool. I'd be so pumped afterward because I was like, oh, I've I've wanted to meet this... And especially if they were cool, and I'm like, oh, this is great. But there's no celebrity that I'd just be bawling in tears like, you know, like my resurrected grandfather came back to tell me I, I turned out okay, you know? Who's who's the most famous person? Like, or it doesn't have to be that famous. Who's who's the one person you met that like you kind of got fucked up when you like saw them and like, oh shit, what's up, man? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you this much. It, you feel it was, like you maybe maybe you like stumbled you up a little bit. Uh, I uh, I was at a concert. I was at the Hard Knock Life tour concert. I'm a huge Jay Z fan, and uh, me and my boy Corel Robert. Shout hey, out what's Carell. up, my girl? How you doing? No, we were we were we were at the very front. It was uh oh, in fact, it was the blueprint. It wasn't Hard Knock Life. It was the blueprint blueprint lounge tour and he was doing a small like the hard rocks and stuff for his blueprint album and uh, my buddy Carell's friend worked at Def Jam and she got us tickets and we got there and we got right up at front and just what happened was during the show me and Carell were the two guys he talked to the entire show like he would stop in the middle of something and have like you know rapport with everybody and I'm a huge Jay-Z fan and, and, I'm, and I'm just having these nonchalant conversations with him and uh, he had this Rockefeller water at the time I don't know if it was a real brand or it was just what he's passing out and he kept going to grab one and always getting one for me and Corel and bringing them back down we were right there did you, you know artists what's that did you keep them yeah but I don't know where they are now I had the, I had the, the oh, label wow, thing out I thought out. you were about that so I was I had it somewhere but here's the wow, good one too I'm a text fucking we, we text name dash when text. we had a we had at one point we had um we had some girls that just like gravitated to that way because jay-z kept talking to me and corral they're like damn who are those yeah guys? and uh we were dancing with them and when he was singing big pimp and he was like big pimp and spending cheese he's like these two know what i'm talking about big pimp. and i'm like wow. 20 22 years old this is the greatest and then at the end when he did his last song he was like i'm out and then he went down to the uh, hand to the audience again and shook me and corral's hands and then he was like hey before before it's over uh go, go see my girl at the back go see my girl at the back and when it was done, I thought, oh, am I going to meet Jay-Z, hang out? No. But when we went to the back, they had gift bags for me and Corel. Like, the same gift bags that the artists had in the back and stuff, like all the people working for the show. He had hooked us up with these Rockefeller gift bags. 
And I mean, it wasn't the biggest deal, but it was a big deal for like a 22-year-old kid oh, who's no, a huge, that's a huge fan. Deal, for sure. And think about his genius move. All I got to do is make two fans feel like they're having the best time ever. And the rest of the audience is going to celebrate this. I remember Jay-Z was taking care of these two guys. And, blah, blah, and all of that. But think about this as an artist. Not only was I already a lifelong fan of his, but I have a memory that really matters to me. Because I was like, hey, man, this was a good time. But still... There's no artist that I can think of where I'd be like, he touched my hand. Ah! Like, even Jesus, I'd probably be like, cool, man, what's up? You know, you look a little different than I thought. You're shorter, blacker, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's fucking, uh. Who messed you up the most when they died, artist-wise? I remember when, like, John Candy died. I remember I was sitting on the breakfast table and it was on the paper. This is back when you didn't see yeah. the fucking news. Like, on TV necessarily yeah. or on Reddit, the, definitely yeah. didn't know what the fucking internet was yet. And I remember being like, damn, John Candy died. Uh, or when Rodney Dangerfield died, that fucked me up. There's been a lot of people that like fucked me up. Uh, uh, Takeoff from Migos died uh, last week. And I'm like, damn, like, and I wasn't a super huge fan, but I, I, I respected the influence that those three had on hip hop they're like the black beetles like they were like they were so huge they they created a whole nother like you know mumble rap type of yeah. genre like like and that fucking shit took off and now there's just endless amount of rappers that have been influenced by them imagine imagine like they're, they're going to the rest of the amigos to get the information who shot them like what did the man look like he's like and it's like sucks man because i already kind of like seeing what happened you got three dudes uh you got takeoff who uh is you know with cardi b no uh, offset um, offset was with cardi b and you could feel like all right well they're like kind of like the 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 fucking the huge yeah stars the and, justin timberlake yeah they're the justin timberlake and then you have the other two you know quavo who is, I was like even looking at their like Instagrams, like, oh, who had more followers here? And then, and I'm like, like, okay, shit, Quavo had more followers than fucking, than, than Offset, like, or, t- or Takeoff. I'm like, okay. So I'm just sitting there looking at it. I'm just like, damn. You're going through it all. You're like, wait a second. You know, damn good and well, they had like a beef. Like, Offset, they broke up. Offset was supposed to meet Aaron Carter. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Michael Jackson, come to me in a dream and tell me what it all means. I was sitting there thinking, Reverse like, Reverse card. <laughs> I felt bad for. For Offset, because I'm like, damn, you know that they had like probably some falling out. Always, you know, like so at they least- were like they had a disagreement, so they broke up. So Offset's doing his own little thing. Imagine that fucking argument. It's like buying a rug in fucking Pakistan. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's like kind of sad because then it's like a it's a real life example about how like precious life is life can be and is. And they were just like bullshit and arguing with some random ass motherfuckers, and then boom. I mean, from what I've heard, he he wasn't supposed to get like killed. It was like it was a straight bullet type of thing. Some guy just opened up fire, and he was fighting with his other homie with uh with Quavo or something. I, I think that's what happened. So like they so you got the three guys. One of them breaks off, is like kind of like doing whatever. He's hanging out with Cardi B, making babies, just killing it. And then the other two got an album getting ready to drop. And then the other guy's getting in an argument and, and his homie dies at like because of it. It just it just really like reminds you 
when you go out, whether you're drinking or partying, whatever, it doesn't matter. You just never know who is on the other end of whatever and what they're dealing with and how stupid and irrational they could be for nothing. Can you imagine? Because, like, you would think that society as a collective group understands consequences and that if you were to kill somebody, then you were going to lose your entire freedoms. So is that worth that moment? Yeah. And when you're young and and dumb and full of testosterone and you're fucking all trying to fucking stunt and show off, there's no fucking, there's no instance that it's ever worth like just that because they're eventually going to catch the guy who did it and then he's fucked. Yeah. So it's like, what was the fucking point? You know, and it's not even because he killed like a famous rapper. He just killed a person. Killed a person. Killed a person you didn't have to kill. That like didn't have like a history for being an asshole. Like yeah. he was very. And you weren't protecting and, like, yourself. You, know? you just killed a person. You know. It's like fuck, man. And I don't know who wants to be a fucking rapper. It's like the most yeah. dangerous fucking occupation out there. All these motherfuckers are getting murked left and right, and all this shit. And it just makes me think like how crazy life can be one minute you're on top of the world you're celebrating you're at like a super bowl party with your homies your fucking models popping bottles and then you walk out to your car some people are taking pictures with you and then someone says some shit to some street dude and he feels disrespected and then boom there it is fucking dead you don't get to and I'm I'm weird and morbid, so what I'll do is like I always go look at dead people's fucking social media, and I always like go see what they posted last, and I'm just like, damn, do I think he would have posted, yo, download my new mixtape, fucking fucking hoochies and hoes, fucking now streaming on Spotify, like I wish there was like a an insurance policy on social media to where you could come up with like your last post. That you want to put out there, so that if and when you do die, that you don't, you're not left with this shitty ass fucking post, like a promo of some a track that you're not even that proud of, but you know you gotta like promote these tracks and or whatever the case. You know, there's, you know, there's, you know how many people I've known that's died that posted some stupid fucked up shit, and then they had no idea they were gonna die, obviously. And then, boom, that's your digital imprint forever. And and people who do care will go look at your shit, and they'll stare at it, and they'll grieve. Because I've done that. I've gone to, you know, uh, dead friends' uh, text messages threads. You know, I've looked at it like, fuck, man. And I, I, I've had friends that I didn't text back. And they were waiting for me to text, and they died. And that kills me, man. And it's just... Uh, it doesn't have to be like a famous rapper or fucking doesn't have to be like a pop star. You know, I feel, I feel like maybe that's why I am uh, obsessed with my mortality. And I do want to, I do want to spread love and, and positive energy. And I also do want to embrace that. Fuck what everyone else thinks. Just you at the end of the day, as long as you have peace with what you're doing and how you're living. You know, haters don't show up to funerals. Haters don't pay bills. So we it's it's kind of like the sickest joke we pull on ourselves is we spend our whole lives worrying about what other people think. But in that one moment, think about this. 
someone one day will go to your funeral. They'll go to the viewing. They'll talk to people. They'll cry. They'll share memories. And then, you know, hour, hour or two. And then, 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 then if he really cares, then he or she will go to the, the actual, like, grave and watch it be lowered down. And you'll, you'll say some words. You'll go up, touch the casket. And, and then you know what's going to happen? You're going to go through all those emotions of the funeral and you reflect on your memories with them. But then you're going to get, you're going to say goodbye. You're going to get in your car and be like, man, I got to fucking take a shit. And that's it. And then you're going to go, you're going to go take a shit somewhere to Publix. Then you're going to go get a, like a sandwich. And you're going to be hungry. You're going to go home. And you're probably going to get sad. You're going to think about your homie who just died. But how quickly life just keeps moving with or without you. It's a very surreal thing that, that I morbidly think about way too much. You ever yeah. you ever forgot the face of your homie? I've had that, man. That sucks. Yeah. Or like if I if I try to look back yeah. and remember him, I can't really remember what my homeboy looked like. And I'll, I'll see pictures and stuff, and I'll be like, oh, that's right. But you know, I think about how people that lose like mother or fathers. That's got to be fucking like they're so young they actually start to forget what they looked like. Look at our homeboy Doug. You know that our homeboy Doug brought up to me, he's had more time in life without his mother than he's had with his mother. Yeah. And that's fucking tragic, man. I, I feel like I feel like it's only natural and it is the right thing to care. That's why I always will side with the better of the good of things. But there is something to be said about a heartless motherfucker who could just be like, whatever, that's just life. A heartless motherfucker can probably have less time sorrowing, or, or excuse me, dealing with sorrow, but they're also going to have less time being happy. If you don't, if you can't have that extremity, if there's nothing you love so much that it breaks you down when you lose it, then there's nothing so much you love that it made your life better when you had it. Yeah, it's uh, hmm, like I was while you were taking, were you taking a shit? Taking a shit, yeah. Uh, how was it? In and out, like I tell the audience that in case they were like, "God damn, Mike's going on a rant by himself." Oh, Mike, they wouldn't have noticed. Yeah, <laughs> I just had. I, I like, do. I do the clips. There's sometimes when I'm editing the clips, and uh, and Stephen will show, Stephen the best is when he'll show you the audio lines, and he's like, "This is you up top here, and this is Mike," and then it's like me flatlined for five minutes, and it's just you going. Well, I had I had, to, I had to stall, so I, I you know, but I, I feel like every time me and you had to stall, we've always we've always brought it home. Yeah, man. Yeah, like, like I don't even know if the audience would have known if you weren't you left the room if it wasn't no, for the camera. They wouldn't. They wouldn't have known. Only the people watching. You were. You fuck burgled. I fuck burgled the podcast. Ooh, I had a good fuck burgle this past weekend. Tell me about it. Yeah, I had a good fuck burgle this past weekend. Uh, it was when you guys went out to EDC. So the whole crew went out to EDC this weekend. Uh, and uh, EDC is the Electric Daisy Carnival. It's a huge, giant ass, fucking world renowned rave. That is hundreds of thousands of fucking people listening to loud ass fucking music, dubstep, trance, house, all kinds of fucking different names and genres. But, um, and I, uh, that happened immediately after Veterans Day, which we'll get into soon too. I feel like we need to button up Halloween. 
I thought Halloween was buttoned up. We just had you found uh, asleep inside the scrambler. What's about to happen to you, though, is there's probably some obscure note that you want to cover. Oh, yeah. You're no, like, make sure is. we bring up the Jason mask that I found on the floor. Yep. Uh, yeah. Halloween's buttoned up. You've buttoned up Halloween. You Did can we always... talk about Skinny Todd fucking all yeah. over the, uh, yeah. the floor? Yeah, we talked about the whole orgy going on over there. Hmm. Yeah, maybe we did. Yeah, man. What we uh, what happened was though. So I'll we'll, we'll get to I'll get to this fuck burger real quick, and then uh, we'll get back. It's so funny. Mike's mind will never focus, but once he's realized he's not focused, he has to go back to the to the point and go forward. We didn't I, talk about the swingers. Okay, but like at the end of the day, every note of what happened doesn't have to be covered. I wasn't ready to let go of Halloween, Miguel. You were. You did twenty minutes on fucking life and death and Michael Jackson and yeah, that had nothing to do with Halloween. You went to Aaron Carter for like fifteen minutes. Takeoff died, bro. Aaron Carter's dead, dog. (laughs) Michael Jackson's dead. Well, let's go. I tell you this: not even EDC. We had another big event happen in between or, or recently, and that was our annual blowjob for vets party. Just when you thought their tradition would fade away into oblivion, it kept it kept coming going. back. When we were in the heat of COVID and like lockdown, and dudes were still lining up to get their dick sucked, I knew we still had something beautiful. You yeah, know? every I, I told Jenny Jizz and Mike, her husband, the cum artist. Uh, I, I always, me and you, it's kind of like Christmas Eve. I get a little nervous. Like, oh, mm-hmm. is Santa gonna come? Santa comes every year, but is he gonna come this time? Yeah. And now I always hit hit up Jenny like, can't wait to see you tomorrow. Yeah. And then if she doesn't hit me back right away, I start getting nervous because some of these people have traveled from far, far well, away. Kind of sum up here. I'll sum up, guys. Every year, this is the eleventh. This is the eleventh annual, annual veterans party that Mike has thrown. And uh, besides all the cool things we do for vets, like free haircuts, food, uh, any any other ways we can help, we had uh, liquidgummies.com there hooking up uh, gummies for guys. But as always, the piece de resistance is Jenny Jizz sucking cocks for the veterans. And this is her and her husband, Mike, the cum artist. This is the 30th anniversary? What was this? 35th. 35th anniversary. Yeah. It's on their anniversary, Veterans Day. And they want to celebrate it by having Jenny suck as many veterans Little did they know when they got married on November 11th. They're like, yeah. well, one, one of these days we're going to meet these fucking motherfuckers and they're going to ask us to suck dick every year. And it's their tradition. Imagine, imagine Jenny's like a little kid and she visits a gypsy and she's like, on the year of your wedding many cocks will be your blessing and she's like what did that ever mean and like the old gypsy told me i'd be sucking cocks on my wedding day so if you don't know who jenny jizz is she's this hot milf woman that we met uh 11 plus years ago they are an extremely successful uh couple. he did something like 16 million dollars in sales this yeah. year for his concrete company yeah so this isn't like some fucking local schmucks, you know, just doing this for fucking kicks. Like, let's go suck some dicks. Like, no. Yeah. These motherfuckers are driving a very expensive car, living a great lifestyle, eating fucking steak and shrimp every goddamn night. Ooh, didn't go with Olive Garden, huh? They're, uh, they're above Olive yeah, Garden, Yeah, they're, huh? they're definitely they're Ooh, on, they're above Oh, boy. It. Shout out to my, my boy, Matt. He brought me some uh, Christner's uh, fucking steak. He brought me like a $150 fucking like, dinner. Uh, that I didn't even eat until like the next day. I hid it in my closet because I was scared. So you let this hundred fifty dollars dinner stay at room temperature? Oh yeah, I heated it up. I, I heated it up the next day. You're disgusting me with that. Sometimes. Listen, hey, look, and I'm still here. I'm still here, ain't I? I'm still here. One day, one day, you're gonna close your eyes. You're gonna be sitting at that table with Michael Jackson and Aaron Carter. And you're like, oh, what no! happened? Late night shrimp, daddy. 
Reverse card. <laughs> Someone update my last status. <laughs> I don't like the way I was. I was suggesting that people get and sh- they should come up with like a profile, like stat, like a, your last post. So you could put when, so you, when die? you die. If you don't post for X amount of time, it pops up or something like that. So someone can, if enough people say you're dead, then it's like, all right, this post goes out. So you this don't is have my to, last post. Fuck you. Fuck you. You don't have some scally inspirational post. Yeah, I love that. It's so, weird. I'm morbid. I look at people's last post when they're dead. I go look like, what did they post? What was the last thing they say? Where they were? They like, oh man, look at this shit. They just go into the beach tomorrow. Hit me up. Who wants to come? It like fuck, it fucks with me. It, I mean, to me, it wouldn't matter if it was going to the beach or going to the store or not doing anything. They're dead. Yeah. It didn't well, matter if they had really cool. Plans. I'm more sentimental and I, I I look into it. I analyze it more because I I reflect on myself. Like, what would I want my last post to be? Like, what would I want? And then you know that's a whole nother. We've moved on with that. But Jenny Jizz and the and the come artist. <laughs> look at Chris's face. The king the king of the Segway, Mike Busey. Yeah. <laughs> Well, jizz, so, <laughs> the jizzes. I was, I was, uh, I don't remember who first told me of the jizzes, but I remember I had it all fucked up at first because someone was telling a story about this uh, woman. They said this woman, and oh, you've like, told this story before about the cum artist. You thought the cum artist yes. was the woman, and the cum artist is the name of her husband. Yes, I didn't know that. Yeah. So I'm like DMing at the cum artist on Twitter, like, yo, hey, we, you know, I got this idea. And I'm like talking to the husband the whole time. I had no fucking idea. Well, turns out that's her husband, and Jenny Jizz is actually the star. And now 11 times Jizz's have come, and she has been cummed on by veterans. And she's notorious for doing a donger touch. Like, she'll take, while she's blowing one, and she's got another one. Yeah, she'll tap them together. And now you're gay for 48 hours. Yeah, it's you- definitely it's definitely one of those moments that I definitely feel awkward because, you know, Jenny Jess is a freak. And uh, she is also, not only she's the most sexually liberated person I know, but she's also the sweetest, nicest, kindest, yeah. most sensitive. She's actually the, the, the porn mom from next door turned real. Where yeah. she's like, "Hey, honey, my yeah. son's not here right now, but if you want you some want, Sunny yeah, D boys, you want some come Sunny on D in. and some blowjobs, Derek will be here shortly." And she, she, you know how many times she's like, extremely sympathetically apologizes, like, "Oh, hey, I just don't want to disrespect. It's cool. Are you cool? You know, if I just suck yeah. in your house, like, no, 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 please, 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 yeah. please, please do, please do." That for years. She hasn't changed. She's just a sweet. I always joke to her I, every year. I have the same joke. I'm like Jenny before uh, before you get uh, started with all the cocks, man. Uh, make sure you get time to suck my dick. And she's always like, "Oh, honey, if we could do it another time where I could really focus." She's like, "Cause I got to get my makeup ready." Like it's she always, gets nervous. Yeah. Oh, and also she stresses she like stresses stresses the the, the, and, the event. And, and may I add, bless her heart. You know, she gets nervous. She stresses the event. She told me she's like next time we should and her husband's right there she goes next time we do this let's have a meeting every month before the actual veterans day and i was like you want to have a meeting for like a year every month she's like once a month she's like so we can plan everything and her husband mike goes god damn jenny they the ones that gotta get all the barbecue and the liquor and everything all you gotta do is suck dicks that's a 10 minute brief because <laughs> <laughs> mike is very like if you don't there's been times where I didn't uh, let the the crowd know that Mike is the husband. Yeah. So 
their dick is like in, in Jenny Jizz's mouth. Why uh, I'm alerting over the microphone to hey everyone, this is the cum artist, Jenny Jizz's husband, and he's just sitting there with a camera, and you can tell they're like, what do you say? Like they kind of look over. Yeah. At, at the cum artist being like, oh my God, okay, uh, all right, uh, okay. And then and it's just like, uh, she's extremely sensitive because she wants, she didn't, this isn't like a gimmick to her. She wants, if she's not covered in cum, then she feels like she's not attractive and you don't want her. Yeah, she has failed America if she isn't covered in jizz and you can feel it's very tenacious for me and miguel yeah because we know like behind the scenes like how we got to do this and how we like we're, we're 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 doing a very extremely real event that many people every single year question the authenticity what's that word again authenticity of the of you the had the event. letters <sighs> you had the letters bro you were there they, they always like question is this real is this real and I'm like, who else would be promoting something for over a decade that you're going to get your dick sucked if it was all like, just, I don't know, someone was living some crazy lie. Yeah. And I I want to pop off on them and be like, and just send them a fucking a video or a, a photo. Like, does like this 10 look, dudes lined up getting blown. Yeah. Does this look fucking real to you, yeah. motherfucker? And because and, you could tell the ones that ask that are the ones that want the blowjob because they're yeah. like... Yo, gas ain't cheap right now. I will drive down from North Carolina right now. And a lot of them get shocked because they don't do their research, and they realize they're about to be getting their dick sucked in the living room in front of everybody. Yeah, because they're just like. And here's the thing too, a lot of our, um, a lot of the veterans that come, they're not like fans of us. Some yeah. of them are, and some of them become followers and avid lovers of our stuff and our it's hard not to love a man after he got you your haircuts and barbecue and your dick sucked oh i did pop off one guy this one guy kept asking me all these goddamn questions and i'm like i'm answering all of it like 10 questions in i go to look at his profile he's not even following me i'm like hold on motherfucker you asking me all these all these goddamn questions you want to come to my house get fed get a haircut get your dick sucked and you're not even following me? Yeah. He's like, oh, my bad, bro. I'm like, and, then, and then I, my petty ass actually checked again today because he messaged me something again. And I was like, you better be following me. Because I'm just like. Was he following you? Yeah, thank God. Because right. they would have been hell to pay. <laughs> but I was just like, the messages, it's every single year. Yo, is this shit like real? I've watched, I've seen hundreds of comments on YouTubes and stuff from other like publications and news stories about it. Because. I've definitely, I've definitely put my uh, imprint on on the fucking uh, pop culture of blowjobs. Yeah. Like you can't Google blowjob veteran without my name coming up. Yeah. So I've literally <laughs> one time I'm one because, time because that's such a common search. <laughs> well, no, I'm dead ass serious. You can't Google Google veteran and blowjob and tell me if my name don't pop up. <laughs> on God. One time I'm in North Carolina with Wiz Khalifa. And this security goes, oh, what a, hey, blowjob, dude. And <laughs> That's I, not what you want to hear. I turn, turn around and, like, Wiz Khalifa's like, ha, 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 like, what? Like, I think he thought he was talking about him. And he was like, he's like, what did he say? I was like, oh, no, nah, it's just. Like, I just Googled veteran blowjob, and the first thing that comes up, meet the porn star giving veterans blowjobs and go. thanking them for their service. And it's a story from 2015 of Jenny just sucking dicks at the house. Respect. Uh yeah it's the first one yeah just like uh what was uh saturn dick 
Try to Google Saturn dick. What if you Google veterans blowjob Saturn or, or blowjob on Saturn dick veteran? Yeah. You, Chris's picture pops up. You just go down a bunch of wormholes. Yeah, so every year they question it, but yet every year it just keeps coming back. And I and I tell Ginny Jizz and, and Mike, the come artist, before, because we have our little like private briefing, like, all right, boys, here we are again. You're, it's your wedding anniversary, and you're ready to suck some dick. And uh, I always tell them I get nervous because I'm like, to me, it's it's if it ended, if this was the last year to me, it it was a good, it was a great run. Yeah, over a decade. So what else do you expect, and what else can you ask? If I had to retire. I'd feel okay with myself after this. Yeah, I feel like I feel. What like if you it, put retired veteran blowjob? Will it pop up? I, I I feel that we've started something that so many people have enjoyed. Not just the blowjob, but the commodity, the acceptance, uh, a, a place that can accept no matter fucking how much of a degenerate you are. I just thought about something. There's that veterans organization called 22 a Day where it's uh, uh, an anti-suicide uh, organization to help veterans from committing suicide. What if Jenny just sucked 22 dicks a day for a year to wow. promote suicide, anti-suicide awareness? I see Jenny just running the fucking suicide hotline. I'll be right there. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking sucking everyone's dick. I don't, know if I, can, I don't know if I can keep going. Are your pubes shaved? Yeah, I'm coming to you. We send Jenny Jizz to the house of any... You call the suicide line, and you're like, I think I'm, I'm going to do it. We're like, hold on. Before you go, I'd like Jenny Jizz to suck your dick. Uh, and then you, 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 next thing you know, the guy's on the other side of the phone answering people's calls, and he's like, don't do it, bro. I'm going to send her over, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and then Jenny gets buried in Arlington Cemetery next to like a war horse or something. She should be. She should be because a lot of people give us like the the I, I hate to say this, but the shine or whatever. But she's she's the true hero behind this. Imagine they fold the flag for her, and it's like it's not folded. It's just so cum soaked. It's just it's a sharp flag. As they fold it, it's breaking. Oh my god! It's cracking. Oh, man. What is Jenny? What do you think Jenny Jizz's honorary rank is? Because Bob Hope, I think they made him a colonel. Uh, I'd say right now, Jenny Jizz, hands down, uh, she's she's at least a major. Because she's giving major blowjobs. So, I, I don't know. Sergeant Major? I don't major, know. No, she, she's an officer. She's not enlisted. Jenny Jizz is definitely an officer. She's a four-star goddamn general in my mind. General Jizz, what do you think? General Jizz, <laughs> report to duty. Boys, I think we can swallow the enemy whole if we take this deep trench here. What do you think, come artist? I don't give a fuck, bitch. Just suck some dick. All right, so I got an idea. We're gonna we're gonna fly Jenny Jizz to Russia, and we're gonna drop her behind enemy lines and and stop the Ukraine conflict. Jenny Jizz just sucking cocks all day long. Yeah, they're like, it seems like we have more in common with our Ukrainian brothers than we thought. <laughs> Blowjobs, not once, bombs. Once she touches the two dicks together, they're gonna look at each other and be like, "We are brothers. Why are we doing this?" Y'all thought Dennis Rodman had some shit up his sleeve. You Wait said, till we take Jenny Jizz to yeah. Russia. Wait, we and take stop her, the war. And then we take her to Korea, and we have her sucking North Korean and South Korean on the border. Oh, and then man. next, you know, Kim Jong-un. DMZ, like, fucking yeah. sucking dick at the DMZ. Maybe I'll talk to, maybe I'll talk to them and figure something out, you know? <laughs> Jenny man. Jizz just fucking sucking cock to save the world. She's yeah. like, she's like, and then the thing is, we'll have her show up to like a Ku Klux Klan meeting, and she's like, sorry, I'm not sucking any of your racist dicks. And then some dude will cross the line and just be like, I'm tired, I'm tired of these of sheets. Shit. Yeah. I'll take these sheets. I don't want it no more. I don't want to do this if I'm not going to get my cock sucked by Jenny. Tired of fucking goats.
And he said, Jenny Jizz. We're out here fucking goats every goddamn day. We'd be fucking Jenny Jizz and enjoying football. That's the thing that y'all don't understand. Because like, a lot of y'all think that this is just like some fucking... Stunt. Just despicable person. The stunt. Like, you understand. Jenny Jizz is like, this is the sweetest lady. She's like the, the, the typical fucking... Uh, MILF next door. She's the one you want that's waving at you. She's, you know, fucking watering her plants bent over and she's giving you all these Indiendos yeah. and you're just like, oh. Rah. And then she she's just a pleasant woman. She's she's a woman that would literally suck your dick. Yes. Make you chicken noodle soup and, and, and fucking make you a, a sandwich and, and tell you everything's going to be okay. And that's how... Like her soul is so it's so beautiful and and so inspiring, and I, I I just I love the fact that she doesn't care. I mean, I literally one time was hanging out at a seafood restaurant with the jizzes, and and I still hear about this every. I actually heard about this like a month ago. Some guy I met downtown or something. He was like, "Yeah, I was with y'all." Uh, when y'all were at that uh, that restaurant, that seafood restaurant in Melbourne, over in Coco area, and I remember us like like sitting down there having dinner, you know, because it's not always dick sucking. We're just like hanging out, but about, about a couple wines into it, Jenny Jizz was like, "Hey, I want to suck the waiter's dick," and I was like, "Oh shit!" Hold up, hold up. Let's wait till we get that extra garlic bread. Be like, my man. Yeah. This two uh, two rolls per person shit's gonna stop right now. Right <laughs> fucking now. Chop, chop, motherfucker. Bring that shit out. I want a basket of hush puppies so big, no one could finish them. Give me some extra croutons on this fucking Caesar salad, would you, kid? Let me get that good butter that the fucking lobster comes with, not this bullshit on the stick. Now, Miguel, you know I've done a lot of wild, crazy shit, and and you know I've been in some awkward situations, but have you ever gone to dinner with a married couple, (laughs) and then you were sitting in the parking lot for well over an hour... Waiting for the waiter to get off. And you know he's like paying someone to do a side book, side work. 20 bucks, put the fucking cups away. You know how awkward that is? I am sitting here and I'm already like balls deep into the story. I'm Snapchatting it's live. I'm filming like her propositioning, like, hey, what time you get off? It was like a, a, a fucking crazy 80s movie where this like married couple comes in, like in indecent seafood fucking uh, uh, proposal. And she's telling this waiter, who's just a very fucking average dude, maybe even below average looking guy. He wasn't like a handsome stud or anything. He's been probably fucking working his ball. He probably had to stop by the dishwasher room and squirt his fucking balls in the Hobart dishwasher. This is the Hobart. This is the story. If you work in the restaurant industry, you know what the Hobart is. It always has that Spurs looking logo too. Hobart, it's written in like the black and silver. Yep. Uh, this is the story he tells all the new GMs that he trains for, like, the corporate office. He's like, come here, boys. There are going to be some rough days like Mother's Day. And then there's going to be the day the old cougar walks in and sucks your dick. And the best part about it is there's no evidence of that. What? It was on video? <laughs> <laughs> what? He was broadcasting yeah. live to hundreds of thousands of people? <laughs> yeah, so... Here we are sitting there. I, I think at the time they had some black Mercedes convertible. I'm out there, and I'm like, this is kind of awkward for me, and I've done some weird-ass shit because I, I can tell he's awkward. Yeah. Because he's like, he wants it, but he's also, like, shy. Like, I mean, imagine you're at work, 
And two dudes are like, yo, come out here, man. She's going to suck your dick. He's like, I'm about, then, I'm going to get robbed for all my tips. Yeah, you're thinking like you're definitely about to get robbed. And I remember, bro, like, all right, it, it got, it got kind of weird because uh, at one point he, he came out the back door and had to break down some boxes. And we saw them. We're like, yo, what's up? We're like, we sound like crackheads fiending for this blowjob shit in the alleyway of his restaurant. And it's, it's in you're the gonna night. Suck, you're going to let my wife suck your dick and you're going to let her suck it good, son. It, it was awkward because you could tell he was like, he, the, the vibe was like, oh, shit, they're still here. And I'm, and I'm like, and I'm like, like, oh, yeah, we're still here. Yep. But just waiting for this dude that fucking, you know, I, I don't even, I don't forget what they tipped him. I'm sure he was very generous, but. Uh, I only got like a fucking coconut shrimp out of the thing. Like I was just chilling. It wasn't like a, they weren't wine and dining me. And I just remember like, damn, we are fucking sitting in this parking lot where there's like alley. You know, you've gone, you know, on the beach restaurants, yeah. they're nice on the inside, but there's shit on the outside. Yeah. There's grease traps and there's fucking hobos where, walking where around. Where did she suck his cock? It was, I want to say it was near coconuts, but it was like a restaurant. But it was right in the alley near the grease trap? Yes. Oh my God. You know that smell? Bro, it was like, you could smell the, the sea, you could smell some dead fish, and you could smell alley cats like raping each other and shit. <laughs> <laughs> fucking cat, horny cats in heat.net, fucking dumpster sludge. And then here comes this dude working, God knows, probably a double all day. And he, it was like a reverse walk of shame. Cause he was like, well, time to, I guess this is, this is the energy I felt as he walked. You could tell he was like, well, they ain't leaving till they get this dick. And I want it, but I'm just like, oh man, this is weird. Her husband's here. This this fucking Guy Fieri guy's got his phone in my face. It's like that moment in a war movie where like Civil War and they're like, we're gonna have to push forward. They like slap the horse's ass. Get out of here! I yeah. don't think anyone's gonna make it but me. I don't know if I'm doing a good enough job. Did she to did paint she work picture. that dick though? Well, as he walked out, it was so awkward. You could even sense like the frustration of like, yo, hey, if you want to do this, and like, yeah. we, we got to do it now. We, we've been out here for over an hour, and it was weird because we looked like we were desperate, like we were fiending for the dick. We were waiting in the fucking parking lot, and you already see all the other staff and some of the other like there was the dishwashers, like Juan was clocking out. He was he was fucking going home. There was a couple you know this dude was like trying to stall. He's like, I'll, I'll, I'll stay. It, did, it felt like that. I saw a couple baby mamas picking up their deadbeat fucking shitty fucking boyfriends and shit and then here it was every it, the parking lot it, it was slowly but surely fucking filing out it was only us in the parking lot and then i think like the big gm was out there and he had they everyone had caught wind so it was like as everyone left they were staring at us like what the fuck you weird motherfuckers and i'm like yo i'm just, I'm just fucking filming this shit i'm not sucking dicks and it was the funniest slash most awkward shit ever. And if you're an OG follower and you watch us on my Snapchat, this is before we had a secret Snapchat. I was filming the whole thing on my general shit, all just 100% everything. And I remember he kind of like had his head down and he had he had like his apron thrown over his shoulder and he kind of like, all right, uh, where, where do y'all want to go? You know, because the whole time he's like, it's just, it's just her, right? It's just her. Oh yeah, there was definitely that vibe, and I, I, I think I might have said a couple 
fucking blatantly, uh, openly statements. Hey, don't worry, I ain't trying to suck your dick because I didn't want him to get. Because I started feeling like I had to explain why I was still in the fucking parking lot. Yeah. Hour plus later, waiting for this he shit to happen. He walks up and he's like, I know she's sucking my dick, but whose dick do I have to suck? <laughs> and and, and here, here's the other part. There was like another like business that was like, you know, closing. And I guess they like shared like this trash area. So here we are fucking like, like literally like alley cats trying to fucking find a little spot to, you know, for this shit to go down. And we started to, and I wanted, I don't know if it was like a Chinese restaurant or something, but some other dude started coming out with boxes and they were throwing the, the While fucking, she was sucking his dick? In the dumpster while he was like, while he was about to pull it out. And then we had to move. And I remember we went around this fence and in the car, it was like this. So, but look, like, I was so balls deep into this, Miguel. Yeah. I wasn't leaving. Okay. So I was like, hey, I'm, him, I'm you, already, I'm already all, I'm so all in. Does, so she starts sucking his dick, right? Not run off the rip. But, but we have, we've passed the rip. Yeah. We've got, we've got it. We we've wind got up the, settling yeah. with the back of a building that had like this loud ass air condition. And I remember like, I'm over here trying to film it and it's blowing hot air in my face. I'm sweating. Like I'm literally like, uh, like trying to hold my phone. I'm fucking getting fucking goddamn tendonitis over here filming this fucking blowjob and uh does she go into town though yeah bro yeah. She, she delivered she's down on her fucking knees in, in the an back alley? alleyway of a fucking just, covered in grease probably oh yeah it was it was it was bad. was he looking like he was into it though um not at first but then eventually when i seen his like head go back like this like did he bust all over oh yeah he busted all over and then just as if things couldn't get any more awkward it was like okay, hey, uh, uh, he wanted to say thank you, but didn't know. And then Jenny Jizz, he—you could tell he wanted to be a gentleman. Like, do I give you something? But we're in a yeah. back alley. What are you gonna do? Wipe her face you off? Go, with you go, you go in the Aramark cra- bag. You go in the Aramark bag in the back and get like a, a fucking napkin covered with lobster and butter and wipe it off on her face. Yeah, I was like, oh, y'all, y'all got any of those wet wipes in there? Yeah. And then I remember like her getting in the car and him just kind of like. And it, and we were kind of doing some shit. You're not you're not supposed to be sucking dick in back alleyways. Yeah, it's not kind of. I mean, it's it's you're not supposed to be sucking dick in the back of alleys. Yeah. Luckily, it was late. And, you know, it was a school night, so all the kitties were fucking sound asleep. But there was so was, she goes away though. Is she covered in cum. Yeah, and then he just walks. They call away? Uh, they call it. Um, I want to say cum walks or something like that, uh, where she'll do something in public and then walk around with the jizz on her face. It's it's like a. It, I would love to see her. It. I'd love to see her wearing a COVID mask, but then jizz all uh, over it too because she's being compliant. Oh man, it's. I've had many adventures with him, and I've talked about it before. The 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 we talked about yeah the, blow the hotels and all this other shit. It is definitely. It was definitely a, a moment that I was glad I got to share with my audience. And it's somewhere buried in my Snapchat somewhere, one of my memories or something. Uh, what does everyone have to expect coming up now? Because we've got, we just finished the Halloween party. And there's so many people who don't get that the Halloween party really just ramps up the holidays. Yeah, it's, it's not it's the, the beginning. end. It's the beginning. It's the beginning of like almost, I, I, I guess you would say, our party season. Because yeah. from Halloween, we go directly into Veterans Day. And in between all this, we had a fucking hurricane come. Yeah. We had Veterans Day, then EDC, all this stuff going on. This Saturday, we were going to be at Coyote Ugly. And we're unveiling our newest brand, 
Our, our fucking brand new brand. Electric Rodeo. Our badass bull riding uh, experience. We, we came, me and my graphic designer Beatrice, we came up with like a, a new concept and something I was wanting to fuck with. Something that's not just Mike Busey, even though we kind of subliminally hid the logo in there. Just in case you hate or should rip our shit off. Because you know someone's going to, for sure. Probably just going to cover my logo, whatever. But, uh... The electric rodeo. And we're gonna be. Uh, we've been reamping our mechanical bull. We bought and new bull gonna, hide for it, man. That's a beautiful brindle. Which color. was weird because Roddy Rob's like, "Hey, you gotta go here." We asked him where to get cow hide, and I was going online. He's like, "You don't go there. You go to this place." And the place he sent us to was so another obscure. back alley. Yeah, it's a place you could never accidentally find, even on the store. It's it's like in a suite, an industrial no signage, no, no signage. Logos. They were shocked we walked in. They're like they were packing their their trailer. And then I used Rowdy Rob's name, expecting them to be like, "Oh, Rob, okay, he's come here before, but didn't know who he was." So Rowdy Rob just knew about this secret fucking cowhide place. <laughs> we pulled up yeah. in this cowhide place, this sexy Colombian girl and this old ass lady in like this cowhide sweatshop in the yeah. back, and you could tell. At first, he was like sketched out, and they were staring at us. Luckily, Senor Miguel speaks Espanol because they definitely weren't trusting my cracker ass. And they were just like, I was like, hey, and what about this one? What about this? Can you do this? And they're just looking at me like, who the fuck is this? And the best part, it's like, it, it almost like one of those movie scenes where you go like, to the gun guy and then he takes you to the back and he's got machine guns everywhere because we walk in and we're like we're looking for a cow he's like hide. vetting us yeah he's like vetting us and we basically explain what we need what we need it for he's like okay come here and he takes us to the back and there are 700 cow hides oh the yeah. most beautiful one. ones ranging from prices you know we couldn't even get for this bull like beautiful to this beautiful brendel that we got put it and this way they were selling the same like square footage online like on amazon and shit for like thousands of dollars yeah yeah like it, it was it was like a thousand bucks for what we were getting and we got it for way less this guy was flying to south america and bringing these high hides yeah in. and they were loading up a truck and then you know you know mike they're like loading up a truck and they're hinting that like yeah we're trying to we're trying to get out of here we got to get on the road and mike's like so let me talk to you uh i'm looking for this <laughs> just, can you make me this saddle yeah hey look uh i started drawing shit out yeah and they're just looking at me and you know uh, we we're hoping, knock on wood, that uh, they're able to, because uh, we put a lot of thought. We, we don't want to tell you everything we're doing. We can't tell you everything that we're but doing. But we did spend it's... probably like two hours looking for something today Yeah, that is definitely going to separate our mechanical bull from all others. So if, if you thought it was cool before, which it was, but it wasn't quite yet ready. Now it's going to be on a whole new level, and we were taking our talents to the beautiful beaches of daytona this the, saturday too. this saturday night the 19th 10 p.m this saturday the 19th november 19th wherever this podcast finds you yeah and i'm talking to you to those in the future yeah if you uh set your notifications and subscribe to us on all platforms you'll 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 hear this within 24 hours and you'll have plenty of time to make your way to coyote ugly which is you know pretty legendary brand coyote ugly daytona beach we're bringing the mechanical bull experience and you know we're going to be extra as fuck and if you're a member come on out let me know man if i got time i'll give you a tour of the bus and everything man oh, i bet you will i will especially if you're if you're if you're a young lady member just come come hang out with us all night let your boyfriend know that it's electric rodeo it's not like Busey. it's electric yeah. rodeo so, like they are booking me but I feel that they booked us just because we gave them a, a price they could not refuse for a mechanical bull for the night. Apparently, the mechanical bull game is hot in the streets. Yeah. And we're cutting throats and we're taking over. So 
If you have a mechanical bull out there, it's time for you to check the fuck in. Because now you're in our territory. Get down or lay down. We're in the new bull game. You heard, my friend. So besides that, after that, then we've got the Christmas party coming up, as well as we've got Mike Busey's birthday party, which unfortunately it's just for the homies. But guess what? If you're a member, you can watch the whole thing Another online. shit show, the Bros and Ho Adventure. And the then here's the, the best party. part. The next day after the Bros and Ho Adventure is the members party, yep. the Christmas members party. So it's you a get- sexy Santa Christmas holiday party, dress up. Like, whatever fucking ridiculous, abominable snowman, fucking Radoff, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, whatever, a fucking a slut Santa, whatever the fuck you want. Santa I, cat. You know what's funny? I was kind of ashamed. Is Santa I, species, with your hair slicked back like species. <laughs> I saw a girl dressed up like a Jesus, and I was like, everyone was like, why are you dressed up like Jesus? Why are you dressed? And I was like, oh my God, it's fucking, it's a Christmas party. That's, yeah. And it took me a second and I, I feel like no one else. No one got it. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't, not Those at first. Those blaspheming fucks didn't even understand the meaning of Christmas. Yeah, it was, it was kind of fucked up and I felt, I felt bad for them not knowing that and I didn't think of it right away either myself, but however, and then as if that wasn't enough, literally like I think five or six days later, it's fucking New Year's Eve. Yep. So, you, you're gonna. You, you just had an amazing opportunity, and hopefully, you took advantage of it for drunk people in costumes. And if you were a veteran, you got to fucking come back ten days later. Yep. And then you're gonna be able to come hang out with us this weekend at Daytona Beach at Coyote Ugly. Yep. 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. We'll be there. And uh, <laughs> then Christmas, December 17th is the, uh, the Santa the, party. Is the sexy Santa holiday Christmas party? That's a Saturday. Yep. And then the... New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. What day does New Year's Eve fall on? Anybody know? I want to say it's a Saturday. That's, that's you know, that's how we're going to yes, end the year. Yes, it's a Saturday. So there, you got no fucking excuse, okay? All you those who live a normal life and don't have Ginny Jizz fucking hanging out with you and behind of a fucking crab shack Why fucking blowing you? people. You know? And, and, and if you don't know, we're fucking exhausted, man. Yeah, man. Like, we're tired. Uh, this... We, we know we just had to get this out there to y'all. And yeah, because you guys deserve it, man. We love y'all. Thank y'all for who have been watching and supporting the podcast. And I hope uh, I hope to see you all at Daytona, and I hope to see you at the next events. It's going to be fun, because anytime be we go to, uh, I don't know if you know this, but Daytona was the, the first time I ever got arrested in. Nice. Remember so I have a love-hate relationship for Daytona also. But uh, it's exciting, because... We're going places that we're not always at, and a lot of people that do follow us get excited. So when we get excited, it's a whole new energy. And then we get excited for those who join us and come and, and support. Because we, we want to impress these people. We yeah. want this to be a long-lasting relationship. We want them to be like, oh, man, that fucking cowhide and that fucking mechanical bull was something else. Something else. And uh, come party with us. It's, it's, it's not like a, a three-day event. One, the number one question we get is how can I come party with you? And it's so simple. Go on MikeBusey.com, sign up, become a member, and guess what? Now you're invited to every event we do, invited to every party we throw, invited to every special occasion. It, so, it, it sounds almost too good to be true. There's two things you need to do during this podcast. One, you can go right to the link. It's right on wherever you listen to the podcast. It'll take you straight to our website. And the second thing you need to do is go check out liquidgummies.com for all your gummy needs. They've got the best gummies available. I'm telling you, the shit's dank. If you're looking for gummies, you're looking to get zonked out, you want to travel to Mars or just relax a little bit, or you're trying to go to the spirit world, liquidgummies.com has you covered. Yep. And uh, love you guys. If you uh, don't want to listen to us and you want to watch us two hours, you can watch it. And we actually drop the podcast first and early exclusively on mybeauty.com. Thanks to Steve and Chris. 
And uh, everybody that listens to this show, we appreciate it. Thank you guys so much. We hope you uh, are fucking wherever you are. We hope it's a good place. And, and if it's not, come 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 be degenerates with us at the Sausage Castle. And the only place that you can pay a low, low price of $33 a month and get your dick sucked all weekend and have the time of your life and be a part of not only what you see, but get to experience it in person. So thank you guys. We appreciate you. We love you. And we'll, uh, we'll hear, we'll, we'll talk to you soon. We don't know when, but it'll be soon. And, uh, we'll be there. <laughs> we'll be there. Look at him. He's like, they're paying me by the no, way. No, go ahead. You end it again. End it one more time. No, man. I just want to say we love you guys. Thank you guys. See you guys in Daytona at Electric Rodeo's debut. Let's go.